What up, what up? Fantasy Football Hustler back at you. What's happening? Give me one minute. I just got a call from work. Give me one second. Yeah. All right. Shout out to the crew that's up in the chat. Let's see who's up in here. Bright and early on a Tuesday morning. Let's see. We got Derek in the house. Salute. Don't forget about the new channel, Fantasy News Today, or Fantasy Football Today. And I will be, uh, for everyone watching this on replay on the 420 Hustler Network, I'll be throwing the links in the comments and the chat. So just be paying attention over there. What up, Crispy? Said J1 kicked my ass. Ha! <laughs> Marty in the house. Shout out to Minnesota Marty. What up, Marco? Marco from the future. What up? Antonio, what up, what up? Lee in the house, what up? Made my pick in Rocky, Marco, thank you. Always make sure to tag me in the in the league if you can. Just makes it way easier um, to get to it. Because I have like literally like three pages worth of like leagues now. <laughs> so if you tag me in, it's literally two buttons and then, and then I'm out the league. There you go, Antonio showing love on Twitch for everyone who doesn't know. For everyone who doesn't know the Twitch site, here's the link. Make sure you go follow. There we go. All right. What up, Tino? He said, prison guards are basically body cavity search experts. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds about right. Sounds about right. And bakes a lot in the house. What up, homie? Peacock in the house. <laughs> hey, hey, our man Scotty boy in the house. What up? What up? What up, Jake? He said morning. Just want to ask if the Kelsey Mahomes stack is worth it. Uh, I have yes. Jacobs as a fifth round keeper. Of course, it's worth it. It's like the number one stack that everybody's trying to acquire. Mm -hmm. It's like when everyone thought the Big Mac was the best stacked thing ever until they had the Patrick Mahomes Kelsey jump. You know what I mean? <laughs> Everybody wants Patrick Brown Mahomes and the and Big Kelsey. Mac. Yeah, and Jacobs as a fifth round keeper, super solid. Yeah, I mean. Uh -oh. Let me see. Who's this? Who said, why can't I find the new YouTube link? Let me get over there to Facebook and I'll throw the link in there. Yeah, why can't I find that fat ass joint I just rolled? Oh, it's our man Big Draft Energy Disco. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we haven't seen. Oh, I think Disco hasn't found us in a couple days. Hey, wait, way to just di ditch out on the the draft, Disco. <laughs> this guy was talking all that shit, and he's a no call, no show. Yeah, I mean that was. Oh, uh, that way, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe he's not ready. Well, you know it was. Mean? Well, That's it was my. I mean. It, if I could have messaged him anywhere else other than oh, Facebook. Oh, word. That's right. That was, so it's not his fault. It was dirt. Well, yeah. I messaged him the link, but also like, you know, on Saturday or whatever, I would have been like, hey, you didn't join. You know, yeah, um, I couldn't get a hold of him. So, yeah, that was just, it is what it is. It is what it is. And uh, Antonio said you never sent him the link. Man, I, I sent it on Facebook. Like, I swore I did. <laughs> Maybe I didn't, but yeah, it would have been me on Saturday sending him the uh, sending him that link, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I was in Facebook jail. <laughs> Antonio, he said the Kelsey Mahomes stack goes together like lamb and tuna fish. <laughs> lamb and tuna fish. <laughs> 
What? What? You prefer spaghetti and meatball? <laughs> Do you remember where that's from? That's uh, damn what? It's a Sandler movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, uh, Mr. Deeds. No, Big Daddy. Very close. Oh, Big Daddy. Ah, I always, I always confuse the two. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, they're so good together. They're like lamb and tuna fish. And, and then it was Dante, who was the lawyer. He's what? Lamb and tuna fish? He was like, whoa, uh, maybe prefer spaghetti and meatball. Trying to find another analogy. And then yeah. you had, uh, what's his name? Steve Buscemi, get up, the homeless dude in there. He was like, yeah, considering you're in America, if you don't like skip spaghetti and meatballs, why don't you just get the hell out? <laughs> you got all upset up. <laughs> It's a goddamn American staple. It's not just immigrants. <laughs> oh man! And uh, and what did Tino say here? He said, "So you're telling me the greatest NFL duo, Kelsey and Mahomes, is a good stack." <laughs> I know, right? Because like literally, they. I'm not gonna say they are yet, but I'm gonna say they're a year or two away from being the greatest, you know, QB pass catcher, pass catching duo ever. Is it ever like more than like? Jerry I mean Marvin Ryan. Harrison. I think that's the goals. Marvin oh, okay. Harrison. Yeah, say Jerry did. He he did break off and go with Steve Young, and then and then uh, fucking Rich Gannon, right? Yeah, yeah. And so. really, Kelsey only had like one amazing year before. Well, let's say one amazing year for a tight end. How about that? Before yeah, with, Kelsey was there, so pretty. I mean, before, before Mahomes, Mahomes there, yeah. Before he was the starter, anyways. It was at 2017 with Alex Smith, where he kind of came alive. And, and that was the uh, that was a career year for Alex Smith because you know the formula was designed correctly. You put Patrick Mahomes behind him, lights a real fire under his ass. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. Tyreek Hill showed up for the first time the the year prior, and then uh, this one just was pretty much a stat like just underlined him as a guy from in there on moving forward, right? Yeah. And Jake said, I pick five. How does that feel then, chat? Uh, well, Kelsey, great. I mean, are you going to be able to get Mahomes with that? You know, what would it be, two six? I would just in? like, I would be, okay, here's my thing. I would love to stack, to have that stack. And you almost have to force it, right? Because you have to be in range, first of all, for Kelsey in the first round. And then you have to avoid someone taking Mahomes in the first round because people are intending to do that, right? But here's the thing is like, if I don't, if I can't get that stack, but I still have Kelsey, I still have a piece of Mahomes. I have the piece. Yeah, so I'm I mean, okay. You know what I mean? Hey, shout out to Charlie Brown, Charlie Brenja over there on, uh, I'm not sure which YouTube channel, but come over to the new YouTube channel. Link is in the chat. And yeah, there you go. Big, big drive energy found it. There we go. There you go. Yeah, let me see. Yeah, there we go. And I'm going to even go look. Let's see. Hmm. No, nope. see? Link? Yeah, I did send him the link. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. I sent him the link on Wednesday. He called, he called me out and everything. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. Right. With I'm looking at it right now. I actually joined. <laughs> that wasn't even actually at my convenience. I joined that one because he was in there calling me out. I was like, All right, yeah, I'll join that yeah. one. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, why not, right? I mean, I like I like the, my team too in there. Yeah, hell yeah. I think I drafted Marvin Mims just because of him. Like, you know what? Let me just throw Marvin Mims in the last pick. And uh oh, what up, clock? Clock in the house. What so up? I just my realized, man, he said, I just realized Thanos is uh is an eternal, so he know but so he knew a celestial 
was going to destroy Earth if the population got too high. So he was trying to save himself half the population by doing the other half. Yeah, by, by snapping everybody with the blip is what they call it. Because he's he gets all the infinity stones finally, and now when you can control everything, you know, time, you know, space, people's minds, like it has every stone represents something. Once you put it all in the gauntlet or a glove or whatever you want to call it, you know, so now he can wield the power, he can just will anything. So he just says, Boom. And his whole thing is he's based on like Darwinism, Darwin, Darwinism, yeah, right? Like only the strongest, only uh, only the strong survive, stuff like that. Uh, you know, weave out all the weak stuff like that. That's his ideology. So when he puts that glove on, he snaps everybody away. Like, look, half these motherfuckers ain't even fit. Crazy. You know what I mean? But I never heard that theory. That's a cool theory. Like, because I mean, what, isn't, what is uh, in Ready Player One? Isn't it Thanos who's like the character of the bad guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The actor, you mean? Well, it's not the actor, but oh, they had Thanos in there. It's the uh, yeah the Avatar that because you know there's a whole yeah. bunch of like avatars from real movies and oh shit. yeah 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 oh yeah yeah you talking about his Avatar yeah yeah it was now I think about it okay look at this here's nothing right and like, <laughs> at disco it doesn't matter at this point but go check Wednesday at twelve oh five West Coast time and it was uh, he might have even just jumped on our uh, on the stream too and was saying some shit like you know what I mean. Well, no, I mean, I, I see it in there. He, like, sent me the link to his show that day, and maybe that's what it was. Maybe it just got uh, lo lost. Maybe it got lost. Yeah, lost in translation there. But it's there. <laughs> and then, yeah, it was Thursday when I went, when I got, when I was in Facebook jail, so I couldn't, uh, I couldn't hit anyone up or anything. And, man, and think about this, too, right? Like, if, um, going back to the Thanos thing, right? Like, good and evil, man, that's all subjective, bro. So like yeah. while we while he we might have been thinking he was doing something like hella cricket and evil and shit, he saving half the planet from a larger, I mean half the world from a larger threat. It was actually like half the galaxy or something. You know what I mean? He snapped uh -huh. everybody away. But that was the thing too. When he snapped people away, they went to like a realm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they were just in this realm for like however many years it was. All right, Derek says, Huss and Bogey, would you give up the Mahomes-Kelsey stack in my work league and trade Mahomes and Brian Robinson for T-Law and CMC? Mm. I mean, see, here's the thing. I, I mean, as much as I think T-Law is going to take a step up, and I know he's going to take a step up, he does have a lot of offensive linemen with, like, woes, like, right now. Like, we've seen Mahomes with good lines, bad lines, like, all types of shit, and he's just always good. <laughs> Brian Robinson's oh. no CMC, but I don't. I hate making trades like this because you're losing on Mahomes and you're gaining on CMC. So either way, you're like hurting and helping your team at the same time. Yeah, and I think like you know, on a per game basis, it might not. It's it might not be as close to CMC for Brian Robinson's production. But man, Brian Robinson has like high end RB two written all over him. You know what I mean? Like I might not need necessarily need the number one potential running back overall. If I got Kelsey and Mahomes, because now I'm, I'm still top heavy in places that like, you know what I mean? You're probably, he's immediately dominating over everybody at those two positions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And to be able to compete enough at the running back position, I don't think I should necessarily give that up and give, give the top heaviness of my QB away for, for someone like a CMC who, Let's not pretend like we just don't remember his injury history anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. And redraft is something I would probably do 
for this, but I want more. You making me give up Robinson now? I feel like I should get all that for just Mahomes. How about that? You know what I mean? Right. This the draft is over now. People say, "Oh well, I spent the second round pick on. I mean, I mean, second overall pick on CMC. I and that's you. That was you. Yeah. Now, now you trying to trade him? You know what I'm saying? Like I always just hit people with shit, like real facts, man. Like, oh, you, oh why you try to trade him then? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not finna pay that price. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, and see, um, I'm uh, was this Marco? So, what about the duo of Joe Montana and Jerry Rice? I mean, they'd be number two on this list. Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison played together for 11 years, though, and it was 112 um, touchdowns. Jerry played a lot. You know, he he didn't play with Joe Montana. I mean, when what was the last year he played with Joe Montana? Do you remember offhand? Ninety, the 91, 92 season. Okay, yeah. So, what was it like? 80. Five or 84 to like 91, 92. Yeah. When, when it wasn't 10 years. Jerry, Jerry wasn't there for that first Super Bowl. Right. right? He was Not there the for the other. He was there for the 84, the 88, and the 89. Yeah. And then he got his fourth with Steve Young. So, right. and it, um, I, I, I'm trying to remember when my dad all of a sudden switched over to being a Kansas City fan for that time being because Joe, he followed Joe over there. Well, yeah, it's for sure. Whatever year, he yeah. Went I'm over trying there. to remember what year that I think I was like in second. It was either second or third grade because I go, I go with the years. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I swear it was '92. Maybe it was like when it, when the year. If I like, I start the year off in my old grade. So like '93, I was starting fourth grade, and then you know, what I mean, by the time '93 year, it's '94. You know what I mean? So it's '93, the '93 and '94 season. He was yeah. There. Okay. Yeah, because I think the year that we went on to go win, right? Yeah, that was the 94, 95 season. No, no, no. That was the, the 93, 90. 94 season. No, it was the 94, 95. 94. Okay, I had that right the first time. 94, yeah. 95 in, Super Bowl. Oh, that's right. Because I'm in the fourth grade and it turns into it, it turns into 95. That's right. And, yeah, and, and this uh it, at least the way that most people are projecting this duo is by most uh you know combined touchdowns, touchdowns yeah. together, you know, and uh yeah. so if it was by Super Bowls, I mean, for sure, there's no one, you know, like Montana and Rice. I mean, it's crazy because Kelsey and fucking Emma Holmes, they're like creeping up on that three. Name me, name me another receiver in the Super Bowl era. So this question is it's 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 an obvious two parter, but the 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 first part you get you, you get thrown in there because okay. you had to you have to have been in multiple Super Bowls to to be with. But outside of Jerry Rice. Who else has had multiple 100-yard outings in a Super Bowl? And the and you said in the Super Bowl era, All right, yeah. Let's see, um, so once again, I mean, I my my first thought goes to Irvin just because he won three, so I feel like two of them could have been there. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, it's a bogey special. And, and wait, or is it? I guess you never said on a winning Super Bowl performance. Like, is it in winning Super Bowl performances? You can say winning. Yeah. Okay. Winning. All right. All right. All right. Yep. Jerry Rice has only lost one Super Bowl with sorry ass Raiders. Yeah. And he, <laughs> he actually went to the hotel room, straight faced, locker room, everything. They talked to no one. As soon as he got to his hotel room and he said that he heard that door close behind him, he dropped to his knees and started crying. Oh, shit. Uh -oh. like, this never happens. So Marco said T.O. No. Yeah, because, I mean. Because he, he never won. I asked if it was in winning. So, yeah, it's got to be two guys who won. Um, and did you say wide receiver or pass catcher? Yep. Wide receiver. Okay. 
Oh man, um, Julian Edelman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love how you got it. Is it Jules? <laughs> right, because I know the one he had one seventy six in that one. So I mean, for sure, like and, yeah, he had the MVP. MVP, and then he had yeah. the, the 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 he had the crazy game in um against Atlanta. Close, Tino. Tino said Wes Welker. Very close. The other white guy. Very close. But see, Wes Welker never won one, though, neither, though. You know what right. I'm He was there on the losing efforts. And, yeah. Uh, was he there for both? The, yeah. the losing versus the Giants? Mm -hmm. He was there with Randy, and then he was the other one where, like, he was basically the number one receiver, quote-unquote, because then it was like they were going the duel that the Hernandez and Gronk shit hella heavy. You know what I mean? For sure. Hernandez got a touchdown in that uh, in that Super Bowl. I think he was uh, – I think he might have been the only one to catch <laughs> – a touchdown in that Super Bowl. <laughs> how many? Okay, how about that? What is the record for like most like postseason receiving <laughs> touchdowns? Uh, it's got to be Jerry. <laughs> it's got to be Jerry, right? But I swear, but I, like, but I think Kelsey is. has got to be up there. He, he's he's creeping. Let me see. I know, considering like, because if you think about it now, he's played in as, almost as many Super Bowls as Yeti. You know what I mean? Yeti's played in. Well, the, he's played in five. I mean, yeah, and and then Kelsey's Kelsey played, played in two. In two. Yeah. So you know what I mean? That's he's pacing. So he's, num you know I mean? he's number. But, but he's number. He's okay, number two. He has two bowls. Oh well, no, 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 playoffs, playoffs. Play. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, yeah. Where is he at? So he just passed Gronk this past playoffs, and now he's number two behind Jerry, and he's only six touchdowns behind Jerry. Oh shit! He could get that this year if they make a run again. It could be the best postseason duo now too. And like, and you said he already surpassed the Gronk. And Brady postseason, yeah. Wow, and I'm sure Gronk. Uh, I'm sure that Tampa Bay. Um, I mean, I can't remember if he got. It, it says two teams, so I'm, I'm assuming he got at least one touchdown during his Tampa run. Do you remember Chris Matthews? Sounds he played familiar. for Seattle, but he was like, it was that game where they should have ran the ball against the Patriots, and he throws the pick at the end. But Chris Matthews had two touchdowns that game and just never, and that was just it for him in his yeah. career. You know what I mean? Yeah. They, they just went away from him the next year. It was just this super blip. You know, it was kind of like that in the postseason, too. It was Danny Amendola, bro. Yeah. Danny Amendola, I think he had like, I think he has like a gang of uh, postseason tugs, considering he's like just this random option. You know what I mean? Look at this, Banks. He said, Kelsey went first overall in my super flex offense only work league. He said, my league managers flipped their shit. He said, Kittle went 203. And see, like, I guess what a lot of people, like, what they're realizing right now, which I've been, like, telling people about this for, like, years and years now. If you have a tight end spot, the people who are winning those leagues have a dominant tight end. It might not be Kelsey, but they have a dominant yeah. tight end for that year. Yeah, or they felt, or like like me for instance. Um, it, I had a couple Evan Ingrams, where it's like I didn't have the dominant tight end, but I I I like found one. Um, lucked my way into one, and like I just you know what I'm saying. Uh, last he was year, top five I had, last year. So, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Last year, I mean, even for Dalton Schultz, he missed a gang of time, but on a per game basis, he was the murderer. You know what I mean? And I, yeah. I I managed to survive my Dalton Schultz teams last year, and when the one that I got to the tug with him. Uh, I mean, he had two touchdowns, bro. Like he can't, you know what I mean? So, George Kittle, if you survived the Kittle experience and got into the post, he went crazy in the in the fantasy post. You know what I mean? Yeah.
the the uh, post fantasy season, right? Fucking damn, what he had like six tugs, six tugs, something like that in those three See, weeks. Jake said that Hawkinson helped me win some close games. You just got when you look at it. If you had a Hawkinson, if you had a Kelsey <laughs> in years past, if you had a Waller during his crazy playoff runs, it was like if you win that one battle, it was like you were just like that much farther into winning the whole okay. war. I can, of the week. I can take you all the way back. To like when I started realizing, okay, I need a tight end, but I'm not going to reach on Jimmy Graham or Gronk. And then, you know, so here we are by 2015. Now I'm making an emphasis in my drafts. Like I'm going to, I'm not going to go the one, the first or second round. This was then, right? So I was like, I'm just going to have Greg Olson, Jordan Reed, you know, Tyler Eifert. Like I was make sure I'm banging out these guys, pause, right? <laughs> and like, and like, and it worked in 2016. You know what I'm saying? I'm back on a Jordan Reed hype. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, uh, look at that. Antonio said Evan Ingram saved me last year in the in the WWF one for sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and tight end premium that you're throwing in your flex, like he was killing it. Yep, fucking um, 2017 comes around. See, this is where it changed for me because 2016, uh, 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 I was big on Kelsey, but he, you know, he had a little bit. I think he had the injuries, whatnot. And then 2017, I'm like, I'm still getting. I'm I'm on all over. I'm all over. Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz that year. Yeah, all <laughs> Travis Kelsey and Zach Ertz because Zach Ertz he finished so strong in 2016, and because I had a bunch of Kelseys and ended up finding the, the, the Zach Ertz on the waivers that 2016 year to close it. I was like, okay, Zach Ertz the target next year. Then I remember that- the Zach Ertz because um, it was when I, I was in a work league and uh-huh. the fucking owner of the company who created the draft day fucking missed it and auto draft. And auto drafted a team where every single starter stayed healthy the entire year. I was so fucking pissed. And I faced him in the championship and lost. And his team was like literally his exact same drafted team. Mine's a mink shift team that I've been putting band-aids on like all year and somehow scraped and clawed to the championship. (laughs) Got my ass whooped that year and fuck that guy. He's a bitch. And so look at this. So 2017, it opened my eyes though, right? Because now I have. I had Kelsey and Ertz everywhere, and I'm like, okay, this is like how I got to do this thing moving forward. And then I started looking. I'm like, okay, now let's get even deeper. And I started, okay, there's Andy Reid, and then you know Doug Peterson, right? He's a product of Andy Reid, you know, from that coaching family tree. I started looking into, oh shit, man, the tight end position gets like 20% of the target market share, right? So I'm like, oh, this is good. So now here I am in 2018, and now I'm arrogant a little bit. Places I couldn't get Kelsey or Ertz, I was like. Fuck it, I'm just gonna get Trey Burton because he's over there with Nagy in, yeah. in Chicago, and yeah. I was just using that same formula, right? That yeah. he's gonna get 20% of target market share. He did. It wasn't great though. It was probably like <laughs> like I don't know, four or five hundred yards over the season. But he had eight tugs. It was insane. Yeah. Like, cause <laughs> so the formula was there. But I was like, okay, I can't fool around though. You always got to have Kelsey. And it was so weird because Kelsey for the longest, like third, fourth round pick in a single QB. And like, it was only in the, since 2020 when people started like really putting them up, putting them up in that two, three or that yeah. mid second, or like, you know, making them a conversation on the one, two turnaround. Like, you know what I mean? Where it was like, Hey man, he's just the most dominant ever. It, it this, this brings me back to like the Jimmy Graham and Gronk days where those were like top three picks. You know what I mean? Yeah, like we haven't had tight ends like that, and Kelsey's the only. It's crazy because he stands alone right now. There's no. You want to know what changed everything around for me? Because I was on uh, a championship drought from like 2013 to like 2018. I didn't win any championships in those years, 
and there's two thousand. And I only played, um, I think in 2017, I think I was in, it was either three or four. One of the two is probably four that year. And then no, actually it was three that year. And then the next year was four and the next year was eight. And then just literally kept bumping up like that every year. Yeah. And so it was in 2000 before the 2018 draft. I'm like, all right, we got to fucking switch everything up. Like somehow, like I've been fucking losing for like three years straight or four years straight, whatever it was. So I went back um, to the history of the leagues and I went to see who won it. I went to see how they drafted. I went to see who they had. Like oh, he their- won. He had to go learn the enemies room one more time. Like, There's something I'm missing here. <laughs> and it sucks because it was Chipokawaka who won back-to-back championships at that time. And it was hitting on a late QB that was just like the shit. Like I think uh one of the I, I can't even remember who it was in like 17. What year? 17, 17 and 16. So 17, it was Carson Wentz was hitting late. Uh Carson Wentz, who else was hitting late that year? But it was it wasn't even that. That was just one of the pieces. The other okay. piece that I know Jared Goff was hitting late that year. Out of all these other, out of all these championship teams, Chipokawaka and these other ones that I was looking at, they all had a stud tight end. And like I think I fucked up in those years where I got like Greg Olson hella late, and he ends up being like a top ten like guy. So I just keep thinking I'm gonna strike gold. Yeah. And yeah. uh, but I but I kept missing on those. If you don't strike gold, it's like you miss, and then it just fucks up everything. Um, if that's your plan, is that you're gonna lock in some top and, ten tight end with the late pick? Here's the thing: why Kelsey's so fucking awesome. I don't want to jinx him, but he's just been like he used to get hurt crazy, and then it just clicked or something. He just figured it out. I'm just well, like, his, hey, his I'm, techniques down and his route yeah, running down. And right? Andy Reid's using them the right way to where he puts them in space, not exactly. In not because because. It's it's just like how I, I tend to be like a more of a, a bonus box, aka a vagina these days. We're trying to be as less as risk avert in certain in certain instances, like getting early running backs. Like man, like you know, for anyone who went early on Brees Hall, it worked. Like you know, you took a chance. It worked till it didn't. He's a running back. They tend to get hurt, right? Yeah. Tight ends are the same way. You know what I mean? Because you know what tight end we want a tight end that's on the field most of the time. And if he's on the field most of the time, that means he does both blocks and runs routes. You know what I'm saying? The kiddos of the world. These guys, they put themselves in the line of danger, though. You know what I mean? I mean, I mean, shit. They call him George. They don't call him George Brittle for no reason. Look at Hawkinson. He's big as a fuck. He gets hurt just and he's just a route runner. You know what I'm saying? He just get hurt because he's going over traffic in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Taking hits and shit. Like, One you know, nation said, if you were to trade away Kelsey, no, no, I'm not reading the rest of that. No, the answer is no. Don't do it. <laughs> And who is this? Key QHO. What up? He said uh, 12 man pick six Goff, Bijan, Pollard, Ridley, Hopkins, Kincaid, Kamara, uh, Javante, Khalil Herbert, Sky Moore, QJ, Algier, Laporta. Thoughts? Yeah, I mean, it's all right. Like, I mean, it's a really, really risky and young team. Like, it's yeah. young as fuck. So you might, you know, you got to. You got to, and then you're you're missing Kamara for the first couple weeks. Like this is a team that like went Bijan and Pollard with the first two picks, and I really don't like getting Pollard with that number two. That's probably why I don't like. Could have got a really awesome receiver there, and then then like you know Javante didn't really look. He's gonna play, but he didn't look that great through the preseason. Um, Hopefully, when Maglitchi comes back on that right side, you know they'll they'll get that run game going good. Uh, I think I mean I like the idea of Sky more, but like like I said, his whole team like Laporta like it all seems like a second half team if it's gonna work. 
and then and, and he also doesn't have Kamara for the first three weeks. So, I mean, you know, you just don't want to start off the year rattling off a bunch of a bunch of L's. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one nation, you can't start it off with, would you trade Kelsey, but then be the guy who was like, but I want Kelsey. I want to know what the, what the owner thinks. Like you have to tell us you're trading for Kelsey. Yeah. yeah. Because, then, then I'm all about it. <laughs> Cause that's the other part of, uh, you know, the big rule of this channel is if you don't have one first rule, don't trade away Travis Kelsey. Second rule. If you don't have Travis Kelsey, try to trade for him every single day. But yeah. you have to be prepared for everyone who has Travis Kelsey to say, no, I'm not moving him at all. So you got to come was, correct. And like, in, you know, uh, it, it's a rule that applies to everything. And like in Dynasty, there's certain times of the year where we'll start telling y'all to pound that that Kelsey rule. Because if he has any game where it's like not an insane, that where he's not tight end one on the week, go go try to trade for him. Right? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> he may have like one game where it's like five receptions for 50 yards or something, no touchdown. And everyone's like, Oh, I lost this week. Cause of Kelsey fucking sucks. Go trade for him. Like right then and there. Hell yeah. Go, go trade Andrews, go trade Hawkinson, I'm go trade to any top tight end and uh, make them think that they're getting like, you know, that person plus one. And mm. it's like a win. Cause Kelsey's not great somehow. You are lying. <laughs> but yeah, uh key. Um, I, I don't I mean, it's okay, but there's so many pieces on this team that I'm not a fan of. Not a fan of. And, like, Kincaid, like, I mean, you got to hope that re you got Kincaid and Laporta. Like, I mean, there's no – I mean, that's only – that is high risk, high reward, but I'm trying – just like <laughs> Bogey said a lot of times, I'm going to be a bonus hole as well. I want to be safe because you want to limit your risk. You'll be able to get guys. Yeah, I like, to, I like taking risks. I try to get what it just looks like. This was the strategy, right? All right, we're going with the take the high risk strategy. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, like, Pollard's not guys, high – Pollard isn't high risk to a lot of people. There's so many people who think that he's like, you so are paying up for him. They're paying up for him and you need him to be that. Okay. If he could have got Nick Chubb there, that's going to be the comparison all year. I'm and taking Derrick Henry over Pollard. I'm and that's something Derek that comes up a Pollard. lot. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I listen, I'll even just pass on Pollard and get Najee and other guys like that, that I feel like are going to just get a, a, a more massive workload. I, this I is think, why I, I keep talking about building even. This is why I keep talking about building evenly, though. If you would have took Bijan plus, I don't know, A.J. Brown or Amon Ra or maybe C.D. still there. Like, I don't know who was still there. There had to be one of those guys who's I mean, still I, like a top-ish, you know, tier wide receiver. I feel like he could have been like in the back of the first round there. Maybe he's like was. a seventh or eighth. No, he said round. pick six, so he's right in the middle. Oh, he's right in the middle. Okay, yeah, man. Mm. Mm-mm. And you took Bijan number, you know, number one at pick six. Like, <laughs> I'd much rather have a Nick Chubb um, over Bijan right and, and now. It is, and it, see, like, I'll take the Bijan risk, but I wouldn't then follow it up with, you know, more risks. You know what I mean? Like, it did that, you know, because to me, Pollard falls in that category too. I mean, we've yeah. never seen him get a full workload. Even last year when he started to get like 20 touches in a, in a game in that little stretch there, he, it was right before the playoffs against my Niners where we actually broke his fucking shit yeah, before that game. He was talking about how like it difficult has been for him to carry this load. You know what I mean? And that he's never in his career ever had more than like 16 carries in a game. Something like that. Now he was going like 20 back to back. Like I just, I, how about this? I feel like if anybody wants to make a case for, for Tony pasta, they, 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 they want to make a case for like, you know, the, the 2017, 18 Aaron Jones outlook. Cause that was like McCarthy there calling the plays. And he's going to run multiple running backs. 
You know what I'm saying? But the, the, but but Aaron Jones did get like you know the lion's share of it, and that that will be pasta. But you know what's the lion's share over there? Sixty five, may, maybe seventy percent, sixty. Yeah. I'm sure. Ha, I mean, I said nothing like a Super Bowl of pasta. <laughs> oh man! And uh, so one nation, what uh, what they said was, uh, would you trade? Like, would you? offer Darren Waller in the 2024 first for Kelsey. Like, yeah, for sure. I'd offer that. I don't know if they're going to take it, though. Yeah, I mean, take a shot, right? Yeah. What you don't want to do is start, like, getting deep down in a rabbit hole where the person with Kelsey says, okay, yeah, add this then and that and this one yeah. more. And you know what I mean? And you say, you just go, oh. Yeah, see, like, the way that I would do this would be Waller plus a 2024 third. And then as soon as they reject that, okay, Waller in a 2024 second. Yeah. As soon as they reject that, then Waller in a 2024 first. first. At least you have three shots before you get to this exact offer. They're probably going to reject them all. But what if they don't? What if they just magically hit accept on, like, the second one you send? Or it takes them three tries before, you know, they accept this offer. That's better than, like, throwing this out there and then them, like. Yeah, and then them trying to add to it, like, you know, I like this as a starter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then that's you the also that- gotta hope you also gotta hope that person is a Waller guy because then that's really what's gonna get this conversation going or not. The picks are really just gonna sweeten it. You know what I'm saying? It's really gonna be like whether they can view themselves competing with Waller. Like you know what I mean? Like that's a hard sell. If for, for especially if somebody who's had Waller before for years, right? They, they a lot of people would be scorned in fantasy, huh? Yeah, you know for sure. Mean? I hope the Laporta supporters. uh I hope he doesn't bust, <laughs> like literally, just for like how many Laporta supporters there are. But just I mean, remember, when he when he does bust, like every single tight end in history does, and a bust is if he doesn't finish as a top ten tight end, because it's like very very easy to be in the top twelve. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he'll have some tight end one finishes because all he really needs is like a touchdown, right? Yeah, you could be a tight end one finish. If on he only league. has two. <clears throat> Two or three top ten, or top, uh, you know, like tight end one finishes. That's a bust because I know that yeah. you know Disco cares about two or three weeks of like solid production for yeah. well, you know, We're talking redraft here, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, here's the thing: maybe the first eight weeks he gets some targets here extra before before you. And I say eight because even though Jamison Williams is going to be missing for six, I mean, you got to remember Jamison Williams is suspended and he has this hamstring or whatever. Like, what if he's not even rehabbing correctly? You know what I mean? Because, you know, the team can't have you around the facility when you're suspended. You can't utilize any of the team doctors, nothing like that. So imagine if he, if, if Jameson Williams comes back. See, this is me trying to make a stretch take here for uh, and here we, okay. You know what I mean? So, so Disco said, I'm talking redraft too, fellas. Okay, so what would be, like, what does he have to finish as tight end what for you to feel, like, successful about the Laporte? Tight end 12? So he's still a, a, T, a TE one, you know what I mean? One well, disco. Let me know what you think. So if he's a tight, if he's a top, I say top ten because if we go look at like the top twelve tight ends, you don't even want the eleventh, and you probably don't even want the seventh and the eighth on like a game to game basis because like it's really Travis Kelsey or bust. Like we even looked at TJ Hawkinson. Would he have eight games last year where he had it, less than forty here's yards? Truth. Here's the truth about tight ends. A motherfucking can have five, six good games. Well, yeah. You know See, Disco and said then, well, he's being drafted as tight end 14, 17. Yeah, but I, I don't want the tight end 14 to 17 on my yeah, team. Yeah, just to finish top 12. 
I mean, not not just to finish top twelve, to finish at twelve, because I think that that's like may he finishes right outside the top twelve, and and mind you, that's so he that's said like, anything above that is is late late round great value, which I don't agree with, but I guess if he finishes thirteen and you take a victory lap for that, I can't I can't get mad at you, but that that ain't nothing that's gonna win a championship though. Really, won't. it's like I don't know. It's like what's crazy is like I can make a case against someone like Evan Ingram because you bring in a Calvin Ridley and and stuff like that, right? But then it's like I'd still rather have Evan Ingram over, I'd like I'm because there's other things besides there's other. See, it's 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 fun to project the stuff we haven't seen yet, but yeah. it's like can you make a path to it, right? Can you actually a logical path? And like for me, if if, if you're gonna be a Laporta La supporter, it would have to be uh, uh, your cases. There's no Jamison Williams early. And then, you know, and and if he comes back and the and the rapport's there, you know what I'm saying? Hey, there's no denying it, right? It okay. But then there's also is this offense actually like been tight end centric? You know what I mean? I mean, they traded Hawkinson away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he never lived up to expectations. And and I'm wondering if that was because it was the old the older regime or something. Well, they didn't like want that. they didn't want to pay him. They didn't him. want to pay him. Yeah. And, and you see right now, Vikings don't even want to pay him. Yeah, and then they go, and then now they draft a guy, and I think that that that's going to add to the excitement, what especially, especially the fact that uh, and and where do they draft them? Second round? Who? Laporta? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was second round. Yeah, so there, you know, it's just, but then I'm no matter what, I could try to make a case for him. I'm just going to say he's a rookie tight end, bro, and that shit might be a, this might be the um, that, I mean, what? maybe we get an Evan Ingram rookie year out of him, 700 yards, you know what I'm saying, but ton of catches. I don't know. It's hard to make a case on a that. team that really had no wide receivers, like at all, right? Yeah, because that's 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 why I'm, I'm drawing that comparison because it's just Amon Ra right now. I mean, they brought in Marvin Jones Jr. 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 You know what I'm saying? To to kind I mean, of replace the DJ tight end tight end twelve last year was Gerald Everett with 142 points. I'll take Gerald Everett over. That's, I mean, but that's eight points a game though. I like mean, Travis think, Kelsey scored like almost two and a half times more than that. I mean, that's just. I mean, it's kind of, that's why. That's why we always. That's why when people say, "Hey, uh, Travis Kelsey went first overall my Superflex," I'm not gonna get mad at it. I mean, yeah. obviously not a QB premium, but it's still. So that makes him just as valuable. I mean, Taysom Hill finished as tight end nine last yeah, year. Took like, all the extra shit to like get him to tight end nine. Fryermuth. Everybody hated Fryermuth last year, right? Finished as tight end eight. Cole Komet. Everybody hates Cole Komet. He finished as tight end seven last year. Like there is like literally nobody on this list that people like until you started getting to Evan Ingram. And people even hated Andrews and Kittle for a lot of the season. <laughs> I don't know. I guess like, like, okay, going back to when I said remember 2018, I was on like the Trey Burton's like, like just sleepers, right? 2019, I really started like, and now I'm into it. Now I'm, I'm doing a podcast already, and, and 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 I'm now I'm calling shit before it happens. And I'm looking. I'm I'm always been chasing the coordinators around, and I remember Dirk Cutter. He comes back to Atlanta, right? And I'm like, oh shit, because now this is life after Steve Starkeesian and life after Shanahan, right? So here I am. I'm like, oh shit, they they got Austin Hooper over there, and they bring him back, Dirk Cutter. And Dirk Cutter was coming over from Tampa Bay, and he was at Atlanta prior where he yeah. had Tony Gonzalez. And then once he went to, to Tampa Bay, you know, he tried to continue a tight end-centric offense. He, obviously, no one's Tony Gonzalez, but he's drafting, you know, Austin Safarian Jenkins high. He's drafting O.J. Howard high. Like, he was trying to do this so bad yeah. and he couldn't. 
Then he gets there. He has Austin Hooper, who Shanahan drafted to the Falcons. So drafted to be, you know, a move tight end. Right. And then and then I'm like, oh, my God, I'm about to have all the motherfucking Austin Hooper hella late. Right. And he dumbass hit that year. Same year. Greg Roman, he was just an offensive like assistant, like a, like an offensive coach assistant to, to, uh, to, to for the Ravens. But then they make him the OC, and I'm like, oh shit, this Mark Andrews kid now is about to go crazy because every Greg Roman offense always featured a tight end. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And then then this, then the Darren Waller one was just that year was just by sheer luck because I just remember watching like I, I don't know if it was the Hard Knocks or it was some kind of clip, but like. They were in some joint practices, and then and then it, it's it's John Gruden. He's like this kid right here. Like I don't know if it was just for the cameras, bro. Yeah. But he goes up because he was on the the Ravens practice squad, and he yeah. goes over there and starts like chopping it up with him, and then they bring him in, and they they fucking sign Darren Waller. Yeah. And then I was, and there was just like it was just like Crab, and like who I don't even know if Crab was still there. No, Crab wasn't even there no more. It was like nobody, bro. They brought in like Tyrell the Gazelle Williams. Remember that? Yeah. You know, why you know why people only fucked with the top uh, five tight ends last year? Because they were the only five that averaged 10 points a game or more. Everybody Damn. else less. It's so bad. <laughs> it got so bad so fast. Even Higby even was tight end six. Higby was tight end six last year. And I've been saying all year that Higby was trash. And he finished as tight end six. It's funny because I was on the opposite, like, Higby's white. Because remember, that was the whole thing last year. <laughs> Stafford went, like, colorblind. Yeah. Like, he was only throwing at white folks. You know what I'm saying? Like, Allen Robinson was just looking at like, what's up? What's going on here? You know what I'm saying? Van Jefferson, Neffa. It was just like all Ben Scrotum and fucking goddamn Tyler Higby when Cooper Cup went down. You know what I mean? He had se- seven out of his 17 games for Higby. He had less than 40 yards. I lost I lost to somebody in the chip last year. Uh, I had George Kittle. My, my tight end goes off, and then, and then he has fucking Higby and, and does the same thing, bro. Gets like a dozen catches on me and like two two touchdowns. And just, oh, yeah, that was – I mean, and he only had three touchdowns on the year, and two of them came in that in year. That, in that, that game. game. Against Bogey. 11 targets, nine receptions, 94 yards. See, that's what it was. He yeah, only right, had, right pause. He only had in the entire season one, two, three, four, five. He had five games where he went over 50 yards. And he never had one game over 100 yards. And it's a, and all that came basically after Cooper Cup died. Uh no, cuz he had no. a couple early uh, two, mm. three and four. He had uh, those, Oh yeah, he was still white early. But that's still right. like I mean, four receptions for 61 yards. I mean, that, that's good. I mean, that's 10 points, you know. I mean, it's not amazing. Um, seven for 71 in week two. I'm no touchdown, though. So, it's like it's, it's a great finish, but with no touchdowns, you know, it's not amazing. And then uh, in week four, he had 10 receptions for 73 yards, 17 points. I mean, that's great for a tight end finish, but no touchdown. He gets a touchdown in those over 20, you know, then that's really helping your squad that week. You want to know why I love Trey Burton going into 2018? Not only because like he was going to play in a in a in a in a, in a Ming Shifa uh, Andy Reid system, but it was going to be over there in Chicago because you know Matt Nagy was fresh from OCing under under Reid, and then and then but I, it goes back to like in Philly, it, there was uh, Zach Ertz was killing it all year, and we get into week fucking 14, and they're playing against the the Rams, right? Yeah, and um, this is the game that um. Uh, uh, Carson Wentz had tore his shit, but 
There was no Zach Ertz. I forget why. I think it might have even been a concussion. So I just plugged in Trey Burton, bro, and he scored two tugs. Yeah. And I remember, like, telling my – I remember one of my boys – I wasn't even doing a pot at this time. This is 2018. But my boy was like, hey, my work league, bro, I got Ertz, bro. What are you doing? And he's like, I saw you picked up Trey Burton. And I'm like, yeah, I'm just doing it. And then I remember he goes, like, some other route, and he lost his matchup. And just for, for like, an entire year when I see him, he's like, fuck, I had picked him up. I had him on my bench, but I asked you. I told you I was doing it. <laughs> and Derek said Higby was tight end six. He said it's crazy. Tight ends are ass. Yeah, exactly. That's why <laughs> yeah. we were. That's why we removed the tight end spots from our fucking leagues. And the the way that the reason why tight end premium, why it is what it is, is because those top guys should still give you some kind of advantage. You know, it, but it shouldn't be a league winning advantage, in my opinion. That's why if you. Travis Kelsey is usually the biggest league winner every single year. Yeah, when people say, oh, well, I'm over here. It's a CMC or Travis Kelsey. Like, so you like Travis Kelsey? Like, well, yeah, I like winning. You know what I mean? Like, like because no one plays. I mean, I would say 90% of the people that I encounter use Yahoo, right? Yeah. Just in my in my lifetime of playing fantasy, right? Yeah. And I would say most of so them, they don't even know what they only hear. They've only heard of these these things. Oh, I heard about tight end premium. They, you know what I mean? They'll never experience it because they don't have the fucking means to do it on Yahoo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless you were that some crazy asshole that would go back in there and double up the points or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yuck, this is funny. He said, when I see his face now, I'm a Trey Lance believer. No, I wouldn't leave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. hey, if he comes out and he cuts his hair down, <laughs> he's growing his beard out like you know the little thin skinny one like 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 Dak. Like, uh -huh. oh, look at this guy. <laughs> little what if Lance he just Prescott. goes full, What if he just goes full bald? You know, like Dak just like, takes it on. I say go full Lex Luthor. Yeah. See, Dak still be trying to hold on to it, huh? He's still trying to hold. <laughs> on. He, I, I, I swore Dak is like hairline, bro. It's going away. That's why he's I, trying. Like that's why he got. I, I thought he had a super away. thin like fade or something, and like barely even yeah, has any hair. It's going away though. That's why he got it that way. You gotta look yeah. at it, bro. I'm telling you, bro. I mean, I just I, yeah. I, I've been calling him secret. I've been calling him secret uh, receding hairline for a minute. There's a whole club. It was like him, Mike Glennon. Um, man, I had a whole list of these motherfuckers. These motherfuckers are going secret bald. You know what I mean? And that's just such a level of stress, you know, because like hair is important to people. And like, yeah, if you just don't got it or if it's just like fucked up, better just shave that shit off. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's crazy. And stress is like insane because like I was so stressed out. Um, I can't even remember what I mean, it's probably like COVID and like right after. But I remember there's this like big patch of hair that would not grow like just right here. And so I just had to keep like shaving it off. It took like two years before like it actually started like growing back to where I was like, okay, I must be doing good now. No, that's the way a patch for a second there. <laughs> I swear, I swear it was from that. Man, I had to uh man, me and my barber out here. Well, I think I guess it's not my barber, but it's the barber I've been utilizing, right? This we couldn't get on the same page. Some something happened schedule-wise right before the trip. So I couldn't get cut up. And then the first thing that Steamboat says to me is like, damn. He's like, four kids got you stressed, huh? He's like, you got all them grades because he ain't seen me in a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, bruh, I got four kids. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got to get it out here. You feel yeah. me? Like, this motherfucker's thinking that's, I love it when they sleep because at night because then I can think about how I'm going to get this money. 
<laughs> and Scotty said, question, I know we're talking tight ends, but you don't think we can all wait on wide receiver? Every time I look at a cheat sheet, it's like real deep all the way down. RBs and QBs uh, are not deep. Pause. So if you're going after Kelsey, I'm going to wait an extra round or two on a wide receiver. I'm just going to try to build evenly. Like That's what I'm really trying and, to do like, this year. If I can't like, get Kelsey, it's a running back wide receiver combo somewhere in the one and two. If it's not super flex. I mean, he likes, I mean, here's my thing, bro. Like, I just, I can't resist, like, getting them, the, the, them, the, them second-round receivers are hitting, bro. You know what I'm saying? We're talking A.J. Brown sometimes falls there. You know, uh, C.D. sometimes falls there. And these are, like, one-two turnaround guys. But then even if you get towards the middle of the second round, you know, you got your, you know, your dig. Your digs is, tends to fall. Even even Devontae Adams, there's someone who's going to get like a 30% target market share. And it might be a little ugly with handsome Jimmy, but that just is what it is, right? Still a 30% target market share. And he's Devontae fucking Adams, right? Jalen Waddle's in that mix. You know, uh, Devontae Smiths. There's all kind of like, these are all guys that are like, going to be high-end WR2s that could threaten WR1 finishes. You know what I mean? Like, I, I kind of, if I'm, I don't want to pass on those guys because that next the next crop is like okay DK, you know to uh, help me out here. It's like Higgins well, DK, and I'm okay. Okay, with that. well we'll see. Okay, here's my question for you: Would you rather have two wide receiver ones and a low end RB two slash maybe like you know RB three, depending on how it plays out, or would you rather have a wide receiver one and an RB one? Ideally. And these are some of the builds I did, like in the wafers, or or at least, yeah, where at least I tried to build this way. It was like because it was single QB, you'd be like, you know, ideally Kelsey, mm-hmm. whatever top notch receiver, and then like, you know, if I go running back in that third, it's got to be like a Najee, a a, a a Ken Walker, uh, 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 hold on, who else do I put in that category? Ken Walker. There's one more I put in there. Um. Damn, what's that man? What's that man's name? Oh, Damian Pierce. You know what I mean? Just guys that are gonna get a, a you know a, a seventy a seventy plus percent snap snap share. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Because then yeah. I'm okay cracking off those guys. Those guys have a potential to finish in the top ten. You know what I mean? I mean Stevenson's right. in that realm. See, the, you know, and we do this every year. I feel, but it's just the only thing that sucks that everyone's doing it. So in this yeah. case, if this guy's like, hey, well, the receivers are so deep. It's how many people in that mindset. You'll be able to see that in that first round of that draft. That's why we always say be water because you shouldn't have any kind of strategy necessarily Mm -hmm. going in other than seeing how the board plays out. Exactly. Making moves like in every single, every single round is like a different, it's going to be a different strategy based on who was drafted in that round before you. Yeah. Cause like, like I remember um, when I was sitting there at the 12 spot in in, in a 14 teamer, you know what I'm saying? And and that uh, it's a super flex. And I was looking at it and I just kept like, and by the time we got to the draft and everybody's there at the, at the little mansion. Right. And I'm just, I'm just start firing, firing off all, all my opinions just to kind of fuck with everybody's head. Also see if I get a reaction, you know what I mean? I got to get a read on people, you know what I'm saying? And I just, I pretty much mapped out the first 11 picks till they got to me. It was exactly how I called it. And then what sucked up is because I knew I was going to have decisions. You know what I mean? And I said, I saw four skilled guys and, and seven QBs coming off that board, and it's exactly how it went down. You know what I mean? And which way did you go? I ended up going Tyreek and then swung around and took A.J. Brown. Okay. And you know what I'm saying? And like, How are your running backs in that league? I don't remember what. It's, it's, I got Pacheco and Robinson. Okay. And you only need to start two, and then, like, you know. And, I and see, and, like, okay, 
are you okay with mm -hmm. that? I mean, going in. Oh yeah. All right. We're going to war. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, Pacheco's on a good offense. Like it's because I have expectations, right? I Do you have my expectations for him is to be, you know, a mid-range RB2, but he could have like a shitload of touchdowns just being on that offense because they're going to be in scoring in scoring positions, right? That's my outlook for Isaiah Pacheco. I'm not looking at him like he's going to get you know, 1400 yards rushing. And, you know, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? They don't yeah. even chew the clock out with the running back like that. You know what I'm saying? So Do you have depth in that league. I'd like the running back position. No, fuck no. Because see, that's, <laughs> where, that's where I made the mistake because this year, everybody changed their mind, their mindset. Everybody was going earlier QB and okay. early receivers. Like they were doing the bogey things. You know what I'm saying? So now here's a bunch of motherfuckers doing bogey things. And I called it. I felt at the end of the day, I felt good getting my Tyreek Hill and AJ Brown. Yeah, as my two out of three, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Cause now like, in high insight, just for people who are listening who may go a zero RB approach, kind of like you did there. Mm -hmm. What what would you have changed, if anything, you know, in kind of the latter rounds of that uh, draft? Um I would I just would have did I would have done complete bogey things in Superflex. I instead of the two receivers there, I would have just went straight up back-to-back -back QBs because that's what I always do in that in that league particularly especially if I was on a swing around because I was just like to lock it down you know what I mean and this year everybody was doing that you know what I'm saying so it actually it actually <laughs> enabled me to like target the you know the like someone like golf who were really high on over here and then you know pick it who's just like he's just my favorite of that of that range at this point right it was like him or Mac Jones and then the Mac Jones went and like you know what I mean I was like okay I'll I'll crack off Pickett. It was my second, right? And then Judy's what fucked me up at one point. You know what I'm saying? Because getting Judy. But, like, you know, then I have all my, my normal late guys, like my, my Romeo Dobbs and my Sky Moores. Like, and then, but it's my defense that is, like, hands down, like, I think I have the best defense in the league. Yeah. You know but mean? what about with, like, the running backs? What would you have done different oh, later? Was, was there even I mean, any in hindsight, Okay, in hindsight, seeing how the, the draft went down, I probably would have pulled up Najee instead of golf. Because like I think like I took golf in the third round and and not you know I had a chance to take Najee then on my swing around I pro I probably still could have targeted like you know um, I mean maybe I would have ended up with the next tier down if maybe golf makes it to me because my initial plan was I wanted Watson I, I, I was like I, I was like okay I'll take Tyreek Hill here and I swing around and if I have to decide. I could just take Watson because he's going to be there. I know this group didn't like Watson like that. Then I get it there. I'm like, you I'm know what? AJ Brown. And I'm like, I'm going to see if Watson falls me. He went right before me in the third. <laughs> like literally the pick before. Yeah. So I almost met. And then remember Steamboat? What up, PPM Steamboat. waivers? Come to the new YouTube channel. Link's in the chat. I look over at Steamboat and see who goes, almost. <laughs> <laughs> and that was in the third round? Yeah. And then I, then I just fucking Jared Goff on me. That's exactly yeah. how it happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, Fuck it. Jared sure. Goff with me. I'm not going to have this. Like, I was like, I wasn't going to take that risk. And and the QBs were flying, too. Right? Like, right after that, there was just... <laughs> Derek's cracking up. Almost. Because <laughs> <laughs> Steamboat's the guy. He's in the corner. Just... He's, he's inputting everything as we go along. Right? You know why people are putting... You know what I mean? He... But it's also because that's something he's doing anyway for his own. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then he shows me the little mocks after. He does, like, yeah. several mocks. And it's so funny because he knows all this whole... He know he thinks he knows everybody, and I don't know everybody either. It's really just about fucking the first round for me, like just be able to map that out. And then, like in hindsight, it's like man, it could have went so many different ways. And it's yeah. really I I don't care because I I know like I'll be okay throughout the season. You know what I mean? Like 
Well, yeah, really I mean, about. we're going to find we're going to find running backs on waivers because we're going to be the guys who are on him. You know, maybe mm-hmm. we we've seen it. I mean, <laughs> Bogey can attest to this. We practice what we preach and we play in like hella crazy league sometimes. And like it was uh, yeah, got, two years got, ago, two years ago, I get ETN and Javante Williams like on the same team and only James White. Like after that, I only have three running backs going. And then James in those- White even died after the first like two weeks, right? Yeah, he was only good for two weeks, and that was it. But like because I had to be so much ahead of the curve on these running backs, like I'm putting people on, you know, and we're putting people on like weeks before anyone is even paying attention. Oh, any kind of snap count, any <laughs> significant spike in a snap count. Like, okay, especially because we're in deeper leagues, so you gotta like go and like you know house these motherfuckers sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I, you know, in, in that fort, that steamboat league, you know, I'm like my running backs are like thin, and at one point I dropped Jeff Wilson, and I'm like, you know what? Let me get him back. You know what I mean? I waited for him to clear, and I picked him up, and then steamboat texts me, "Hey, I like that Jeff Wilson pickup." I'm like, "Yeah, I like that." You also didn't notice I dropped him, and I was able to get him back because man, I might need Jeff Wilson in the world, world where JT doesn't go there. And oh, I think man. it's you know it's JT, and I mean it's fucking Mostert or him. You know what I mean? Somebody. <laughs> And it's like a free piece of a good offense. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for that's real. Funny. That's funny. And Yuck said if Chubb or Barkley were available, I would have snagged them. But I figure it's a huge, uh, but I figure that's a huge advantage at wide receiver. Yeah, he said in the 12th, 12th team, he took Cup and CD at the at the 12 turnaround. And I'm never gonna argue with somebody who um who takes Saquon either, because I think Saquon, like, I mean, he's he's the guy that's the uh he could always like threaten, you know, the two thousand. He led the team in receptions last you know year. Like, it's possible like, that he could do that again. And, and he he's part of the the all purpose two thousand club, right? Well, not not yeah. quite the thousand thousand, but he's got two two thousand all you know all purpose total. Yeah, and yep. you know his rookie year. So you know he just has that in his repertoire, especially if a Danny dumbass, you know, what I'm saying like like he did last year, learned how to check the ball down for once, and it's still and 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 these a lot of those happen on early downs too, because still. Danny Dumbass still like takes off on the third down for sure. You know what I mean? Like that shit didn't change at all. Just throw it to Saquon. And uh, Austin said I had had a great draft last night. There we go. Let's see. Yeah. PB and waivers showed his oh, 14 oh. man yesterday. I started Bijan, Olave, Gibbs, Fields, and DJ Moore. I mean, it's a solid start. Solid start. And what up? This is Tori Johnson on Twitch. What up? What up? New follower over there. What up, so, Tori? So what do you think about this? Uh, 12-man, half PPR, Herbert Barkley Pollard. Man, I'm seeing way too much Pollard on these teams that people ask us. Um, Ridley, Pittman, Waller, Kamara, Benches, Cleo Herbert, Chris Godwin, Elijah Moore, Sky Moore, Tank Bigsby, Laporta. Yeah. He's getting Godwin in, in, in over Pittman. Yeah, you know I mean? and then uh, yeah, it's a nice lineup. Well, I mean, over Kamara for sure. I mean, Kamara, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then well, maybe- I mean, like the Godwin over Pittman too is what I'd rather play. Like at his receiver, right? Kept Ridley and Godwin, and then fucking. And then it's, who else is going to play over Kamara? It's Khalil Herbert. Yeah, Khalil Herbert. Until, yeah, until then, so one of them has to. Yeah, and then and then maybe even see like see you know what's crazy too is like instead of holding on to like a Laporta, I'd rather. How about this? When it comes to like those rookies, if I'm going to have to hold on to something until it works, bro. I'd rather have Herbert. I'd try to get Roshan Johnson. I'm pretty sure someone else probably drafted him. But if he was there, I'm holding on to him over like a Laporta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Roshan could be like the guy by October for real, bro. Yeah. Like they had him out on third downs in week three of the preseason, like with the starters. I mean, they had him on pass pro and they were throwing the ball at him. Like it's crazy. Like he could be 
and he's bigger too, so he could even like take away goal line shit like eventually. So I don't know. This is that's my thoughts. Yeah, and I do I like that team. Um, half PPR. I mean, Herbert I think's gonna kill it. Barkley solid there. Ridley, I like him. It's crazy how high he's going compared to like a couple months ago when we're doing these drafts. And yeah, I guess I just don't like Pittman. I just would have went a different place with that one. Don't know who is there though, so I can't say who. But yeah, it's a solid squad though. Yeah, good shit. Let's see. An Austin squad, 10 man, Burrow, Barkley, Aaron Jones, Hill, Higgins, Walker, and Joku, London, Hopkins, Kirk, Gibbons, P. Ryan, Dubs. I mean, the only place where I would have went different is in Joku. I mean, I know that he could be a huge, huge focal point. They just deployed too many tight ends over there. It's just other guys I would rather have. Yeah, I want you. Everything else is pretty solid, though. I mean, he definitely built evenly. I'm assuming this was a, a Hill Barkley, you know, to start this. Yep. Let's see. What did Antonio say? I messed up the draft yesterday. I didn't know how I uh, didn't uh, how I didn't see that Fields was there. So tired. Okay. Well, what what'd you end up messing up on there? I don't even remember. He didn't take Fields in the first round. It, it was just the Beverly Hills Ninja. It's yeah. funny because, like, remember I told you I was going to have fun with that one and do all kind of bogey shit. Yeah. So then instead of even taking Kelsey, I just took Josh Allen. Because I, I haven't realized, like, I don't even have too many Josh Allens in these best balls yeah. at all. I yeah. took a Josh Allen there. Even, like, Richardson, I was like, I'm not an Anthony Richardson guy. But this is best ball. And it's the, I think it was, the, was it the sixth round? I can't remember. But I was like, you know what? And then I went, I overdid it with QBs just because of it. Like, you know what? Make sure I get, like, fucking uh, a, a, a Kenny Pickett. And I even went and got, like, Baker later, I think. <laughs> Like, fuck, we're doing this. I even got Gardner Minshew, one of my picks. Like, fuck, we're doing this. And uh, Tori over on Twitch said, would y'all have picked Burrow over Herbert? Yeah, I would have, but it's close. I mean, they're they're back-to-back in – well, actually, they're not back-to-back in my rankings. I have Burrow number two. So, yeah, I would have taken Burrow over Herbert. But, like, you know, I think think if there's someone who has a higher probability of throwing for 5,000, it would be Herbert. Bake said I had to step away for a bit. Did you guys get to that trade question earlier? Ridley and Ayuk for Walker and the Slim Reaper. Ridley and Ayuk. I mean, I'd be I'd be down to do that. I mean, if I need a running back, yeah. And then you get younger at receiver too, and then he's part of a high flying offense. I mean, he said it was redraft. Okay, I don't, yeah, I don't I think that. I said that. If I need, I mean, shit. If I need running back, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not mad at that. I, I'm a Ken Walker guy. I'm not, I'm not really. I mean, if he gets hurt, if he dies, he dies. But it's a running back, like you know what I mean. But you got to be big on the lead in a in a in an offense that's going to want to run the ball. Yeah. And Marco said that one team in Beverly Hills, uh, Ninja does not have a problem with IDPs this season. Oh yeah, that was a uh, Street Soldiers. He fucking <laughs> like he was just locking in the IDPs like crazy. Yeah. At one <laughs> point, uh, when I saw what he was doing, bro, I was just like, okay. I think I'm just going 10 straight here. <laughs> I went like Nicobe Dean and Warner. And then I was like, oh no, when I clicked Warner, because I had Tremaine Edmonds there. And then he made it back to me. I was like, yes, Tremaine Edmonds. And I went like Bentley. And then I went fucking, I just kept pounding them out. Like, because Quincy Williams just, I just kept pounding them out because my brother's just going, man. Peace out, Antonio. We'll catch you on the later show. Peace out, birthday twin. And Tino said Jalen Warren will split by the end of the season. No, he will not. Unless there's, there's an injury. That mindset. There's unless there's an injury to Najee, he's not splitting shit. 
I think like I think we can see that a lot more early on, if anything, and that'll piss us 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 Naji people off. You know why? Because it's like it, it'll be in the attempts to preserve him for that for that later in the season. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just I just keep going back to them just watching that fucking interview of fucking Mike Tomlin a long time ago when the last year when uh Jalen Warren was a rookie. He's like, I really like really like this kid, he's a really good kid. <laughs> you know what I mean? And Tino, and what what would your definition of a split be? Because I hear split, and I think 50-50 or something very close to that. So is that what you're talking? I hear split, and I hear, like, situational splits. That's what I hear when he says it. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, it's going to be annoying because they might have them on third downs. You know what I'm saying? This would have to be certain specific third downs where you're playing from behind type of shit. Because if you're on a third down and you're like protecting a lead, like you know, it'll probably be Najee. He's still a better pass pro, but just as good is is Jalen Warren. And this is all based on like PFF grades and stuff like that, right? Because you know what I mean. Or like, I'm pretty sure people that would say this, I watched the film. It's like okay. Okay. You know what I mean? Tino said 50-50. Okay, I just wanted to clarify because, like, I there is going to be a split, but I think it's going to be more like 80-20, you know? Like yeah, hell yeah. 85-15, you know, some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's the Steelers' way. Yeah. Because look at after. After he actually got, you know, back to his normal thing. Like, he wasn't splitting like he was in the beginning. Man, go to the history, right? Okay. Yeah, it's it was always been all Najee, down. right? Last year, Najee was hurt, but not hurt enough that he would miss time. Yeah. Otherwise, it would have been all Jalen Warren, right? So they, they had a little bit of split. As soon as Najee got healthy again, Jalen Warren did not exist to, to close that year. Yeah. You know what I mean, and Najee went crazy in the, in the playoffs for us if you, if, you, if you survived the Najee experience and got to the postseason, right? Then you look at uh, when there was no Lev Bell, who was it? James Conner gave it all to him, right? Remember when James Conner got hurt? They fucking yeah. took whatever. Who they got around? Uh, who was that tight end? Uh, 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 Samuels, right? They're yeah. like, okay, Jalen Samuels. Now yeah. you're a tight end, former running back. You are a running back. They gave it all to him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was dope. And he won us some championships that year. Yeah, because it was super dope because it was a cheat code. You were able to put the tight – he had a tight end designation in Yahoo, so you were able to put him – That's why Yahoo is whack as fuck. I definitely exploited that uh, <laughs> that cheat code for sure. Yeah, and that was 2018. Now go back to 2017, right? You know, it's all Lev Bell. Before yeah. that, it was all Lev Bell. And whenever he got hurt, who was it? D'Angelo Williams. One yeah. guy. They was going to give it all yeah. to one guy. before. It's just this is what they've done forever. They, yeah. and they went and then and all those those years I just listed, they went through three different coordinators in the, in, in those years. You know what I mean? And then remember they, when they, we even went back to like the um to the bus and who was the who was the guy who was with the bus? But like the bus had no attempts. It was like all like just yeah. straight green zone, you not even red zone, just straight green zone goal line shit when he was getting the ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was that last year of the butt the bus retired when they went to go win it. He was really basically just a goal line and short yardage guy. That was it. Yeah, who was the uh, who was the other guy? Oh, Willie Parker. That's Willie it. Parker. There you go. Was yeah. he a rook that year or was he a sophomore? I think, I'm pretty sure he was a rookie that year. I think so. Cause he yeah. remember he was like, All right, kid. He was like basically passing the baton to him. Like, listen, don't yeah. don't listen to the media and this that remember the media was like trying to hot gas it up, like, oh no, it's the end, it's the end for the bus. And this 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 young kid, and he was but he was he was coaching the kid up, you know what I mean? Yeah. He was behind the scenes, like, listen, kid, it's gonna be you. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, one nation said, I'm seeing the story, I'm not sure of the truth, but supposedly the Chiefs and Carson Wentz uh, are keeping communication lines open. Yeah. Yeah, because they said that he was about to sign, 
but then he didn't. And then now they, they're saying that they're trying to work this out. It makes sense though, because he was drafted. He was drafted by the, the Doug Peterson regime. You know, that's it. You know, that's, so the system he's going to, he's going to have familiarity, you know what I'm saying? Plus he's, he's basically played in every backup role for, and, and, and all that. He bounced around that whole entire coaching family tree from Frank Reich to, you know, um, to now even to Andy Reid, right? He needs to be a backup. Just do what Mitch Trubisky did. Go sit behind a stud for a couple years and try to learn something. How about this, too? Um, (laughs) My dumbass, I think I might even sent out a Molly trade, like a six and a seven, and he snapped it off right away for Carson Wentz. I think it was like League 22. (laughs) Does it just process on its own, or does it have to get pushed through? Because that was like a couple days ago. Um, I mean, it will, it, it, it will process on its own after okay. three days. Yeah. And I'm not trying, I'm in no rush to get to know Carson Wentz, but I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. and then it was Stevie B. He's like, I'll take the shitty picks. Have fun with Carson. And I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm trying to explain myself. Like, well, he might get signed by the chiefs and I have my homes. I'm just doing due diligence. He's like, hey, whatever. I'll take the shitty picks. <laughs> I'm like, hey. <laughs> I didn't need to explain nothing. <laughs> I was like, you know, this might be a, I like, this might be a start of a new, a beautiful trade relationship. First time I ever made a trade with Stevie, I know, like Stevie just has to feel like he's hands down smashing that 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 offer. You know well, what I mean, see that like Carson Wentz, like he, there's probably multiple times where he's thinking about just dropping his ass altogether. Right? Oh <laughs> shit! I got a six and a seven. Yeah, I mean, those are, those could be two solid IDP picks yeah. right there. <laughs> And I think that's what people are learning too, like in our format. Well, in offense only formats, like seventh rounds shouldn't even exist. Like even in our offense only, I put four rounds and that's even like overkill, like on that. But um, yeah, fucking an IDP. I mean, there's so many late IDP guys that are going in the fifth, sixth, seventh round. It's where you can strike some gold. And I like gold. Yeah. Jordan Brooks, one of those pieces, you know, when he was a rookie. Um, Logan, Logan Wilson, Wilson, super late pick. I think I did get him in the seventh round in like multiple, like that. Yeah, I, I ain't playing any of them rookie draft. I mean, I didn't have any of them rookie drafts yet, but in the startups, I remember like, like, like putting Nick Bolton on top of my every list, and I'd get mad if someone got him. Like, fuck. <laughs> like, yeah, because you didn't get in, into any of that. the first halves that year. No. <laughs> for every for everyone who's paying attention right now for these dynasties that we do. If we draft the dynasty, there's two styles that we do for the draft to make it fun. If we draft before the NFL draft, we have two separate drafts where we have a veterans only draft. And then you have to draft your rookie draft picks. And then right after. And when, the- and when, he, when he says veterans for not for any confusion, it's just existing players. Like, and then the, for all the draft picks for your rookie shit, you draft them in, in place of like, say you're in round one, pick three, and you're feeling froggy, like, no, I'm taking a fucking rookie pick here. And if you that was the first one, that means you got 101 in the rookie draft. You know what I mean? And there yeah. was some crazy assholes are doing that. It's basically, like, oh, I'm buying the rights to Bijan. You know what I mean? Yeah, wanted them and wanted him in the second second round, shit like that. And uh, yeah, so a veteran in uh, at least in sleepers is everybody except the rookies. So if you already played, if you played the year prior. Yeah, you're gonna be on there. Nice. Okay, so that's they just group it like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's only the only the rookies that are not on there. And yeah, yeah. I think and those styles are fun because it changes things up, you know, because yeah. you might be able if, if you want to draft like a win now team, it's probably a little bit easier mm-hmm. to draft a win now team because like 
if people start drafting those kickers, which turn into rookie draft picks in the in the uh, in the supplementary rookie draft, like I feel like guys just fall a little bit more. You know, like once the names are attached, I feel like those picks aren't going as high. There is value to the picks, based you know, regardless of whoever's names are going to be picked there. Because once the draft is over, shit, people may want to, you know, I'm shit, even during the draft, people may be like, oh fuck, I missed out on all the first round, you know, rookie picks. Let me get in the mix. Let me trade for one now. You ain't lying. Because I, I tend to like be the ones like fuck those picks and I just snap. <laughs> but then like I do get to a point where I'm like, I like like what was the difference of me getting like a Caden Ellis and like not like a second round pick? You know what I mean? Right. Like, you know, some there was some instances or like a third round pick or some instances where it went hella far, where like, you know what I mean? Like after the first like 24 came off the board, people started to slow down on the picks, you know what I mean? But then like it'll start juicing up again. You just never know. It's always case by case. But you know what I'm saying? For me, I don't know. I'm, I'm I, and you were working with me long enough, you know, I just wire myself a certain way and then I just, I can't get away from it. <laughs> like I, like I kept saying all off season, like, this is how we like to do things. Basically zero RB, you know, and, and, and I'm just go heavy wide receiver. And then like, it just, the, the completely 180, everyone's doing that. You know, I mean, I failed to like adapt in some of those drafts because I'm still trying to do what I do. You know what I mean? And I got literal other people coming up to me like, look at, look, I did a Bogart team. <laughs> you. <laughs> in your face, Bogard. <laughs> Great, Dennis. Uh, oh man, that's just fucking hilarious. <laughs> Shout out to my guy Dennis. I love him. Oh, Antonio say took Barkley over Fields round two. I'm not mad at it though. It all depended on who that's you got all, with your other one. A million. We, I mean, we all have like a bazillion of those. So, like, I had real. I had. I took JT in that one. I don't have any JT. Take yeah. JT and Richardson. And yeah, then I took man. Brian Robinson, and then just in right there in the tenth, I think it was the ninth or the tenth. I the back to back. I went, I went uh, Robinson and Gibson. Just fuck it, just boom. I don't normally do this. But we're gonna do this. <laughs> Running backs were getting sucked up. It was it's funny because in my mind it was like it was him or Khalil Herbert right there, and then right the next pick goes Khalil Herbert, and I was like, fuck. At least I locked down in field. Marco said it was a very interesting draft yesterday for sure. I mean, it was uh, it was a lot of hitters in that draft. That one was a tough one. Yeah, and then I started like I I, I, I felt like um, when there was too many QBs falling, I was like man, I'm just snatch another one. Fuck this shit. Yeah, and I, I hate drafting next to Song that motherfucker. He had the bookend, and there was multiple times where I was like, man, I like I need to get this guy, and I was like, I really want to get this guy. Let's just hope that Song doesn't get him. He gets both of them. Yeah. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was usually me picking one and then leaving one, and yeah, multiple times where I was thinking like yeah. that, he he got him. There was a point where I fucked up. I started thinking, okay, I like Deontay Johnson in this range. I've been doing that a lot lately. It's like round seven. Like now, I'm even like doing a little earlier because before it'd be like eight. And then I grab him. I go, oh no, Ayuk was there. I have zero Ayuk. I would have loved Ayuk there. And then he passes through the seven. And I'm like, oh no. I'm like, there's no way he goes past Song in the second time. And I couldn't Ayuk. believe it. I couldn't believe it. I was like, ah, I was like why did I do that? I like, I of course, he's not gonna pass that. Song there. I got him in the eighth round right after Song let him slide. Yeah, I did. I'm, I'm like, what? <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. That was great value on Ayuk. I couldn't believe that. Yeah, Ayuk yeah. went so far down on that. I was like, there's no I, – I, I, and I, I was saying it, yelling by myself, like, they know, and no one can hear me. I'm like, he's not passing Song right here. And he's like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, they, of course, you get him. Like, there's duh. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you, if you missed him that time before, you're like, oh, shit, he's there. 
Couldn't even believe it. Austin said, Huss, give me your offensive sleeper of the year. It's Brandon Cooks. And he's not a sleeper sleeper necessarily, but you're drafting him as a bench player in pretty much every league. I just sound like using that word sleeper. I say undervalued. And mine's yeah. are Romeo Dobbs and Sky Moore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then at, at tight end, and liking a lot of late round, like late Dalton Schultz. You know what I'm saying? Like, and even if it's just like a tight end or bus guy, I mean, what the fuck is the tight end anyway? You know what I mean? But just yeah. the fact that like they gave him a semi bag and he's going to be in a system that that is tight end centric. And it's like, I mean, like, honestly, we got all these receivers there, but you can't even pinpoint who the guy is going to be. So yeah. I like Schultz. So that's my, my little sleeper tight end. Well, then even though he's not a sleeper, it's just like I said, I think undervalued is the term I like. Yeah, um, Hunter Henry for me, and, Henry, and I do like Schultz. I've, I've been snatching up Schultz in a lot of these. Yeah. Joanna Man Johnson too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But then also there's Jimmy Grandpa, so that could be like a mess because that just came out of nowhere, huh? They just signed Jimmy Graham a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and yeah. all the hype's been just Joanna Man Johnson. Yeah, the reason I like Henry is uh, well, not only the system, but uh, Gasicki's been hurt like this entire like preseason, like keeps getting hurt. And uh, they already, Mac Jones, him and Mac Jones already got that rapport. Mm-hmm. These are guys, if you're just like waiting until the very mm-hmm. end and throwing a dart at someone, Gerald Everett, we talked about him earlier, throw him in that mix. Yeah. And um, and then, you know, there's uh, like with the running back, bro, it's just like, I mean, I've been warming up a lot to like uh, James Cook. Like the idea is kind of annoying that we saw Damian Harris there and with the team ones getting in the mix. Yeah, on, on third downs, even because like, he's like good pass pro. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? But you know, I still think like if we can get singletary level production out of James Cook, and we're and that's we're just, and then anything more than that would be pleasantly surprised because he's going fairly late, you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and then, then, then there's yeah. always Brian Robinson's, bro. I love fucking love Brian Robinson, bro. Yeah, and I'm I'm back on the Antonio Gibson train too. I like both. I'm of not those. mad at him neither, but you know, it's like hey, if we got to snatch up both of them as like a bench. I mean, mm-hmm. it is two bench spots, but I think both guys have independent value of sneaking in the top twenty-four like every week. They're yeah, gonna like use both guys in pass, and uh, Antonio mm-hmm. Gibson's gonna be used more in pass than uh, and than like what what we saw with with Sam Howell is like they they're throwing early downs to a running back. We saw that with Robinson, and then we saw Gibson get in there on some third downs. We even saw the flip side of it, where they gave some rush attempts uh, on early downs to Gibson in the red zone, and then they also gave us a bunch of third down snaps to Brian Robinson. You know what I mean? So it's just then you got to remember who's going to be calling the plays. It's it's Eric Bieniemy, and he he originate he he's originally a running backs coach. Like you know that's why we saw guys like Kareem Hunt go crazy. With the Chiefs, that was when he was the running backs coach there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's going to put an emphasis on both of these guys. And they've been saying it all offseason. So, I really think it's like if, if one finishes higher than the other, it could be just because who gets the touchdowns. You know what I mean? They, they, we might see a pretty even split here, more more annoying than I would want. You know what I mean? Because I'm the Brian Robinson guy. You know what I mean? But if you get them super late and they're flex yeah. guys, like maybe those are the guys who come into play if you got a big bye week or something like that. Because I, I know that both of those guys are going to flirt with top 24 like every week because they're both going to be getting so much work. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, shit. Yuck said how we feel about Javante. I like him if I could get him really late. Outside of that, I'm probably not even getting him that much. Um, I just tend to not have him. 
And if I'm in a conversation with somebody that, and I can get them to throw him in like a throw-in, I might do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Otherwise, it's like, man, like, where does he even go? Like, is he going like with the David Montgomery's in him now? Yeah. Yeah, I don't but, like that. Well, I mean, like, not Rashad, even a little okay, bit. Rashad, I'm going to say a little, bit, a little bit higher than the David Montgomery. Like, I mean, he's like, Rashad I think. Rashad White or Javante? Uh, for me, it's Javante. Because I, I just. Okay, Pierce I, or, Pierce or uh, Javante? Pierce, not even close. Yeah, okay. All right. Walker or Javante? A Walker, not Walker, even close. Okay. Etienne? Yeah, Etienne. Brees Hall. I probably will still go uh, Brees. Dalvin. I mean, I don't like Dalvin. I'd go Javante. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there's a breaking point somewhere. Okay. And, you know, Rashad White, he has a little bit of – he's interesting just just because it's based on the fact that – Baker I guess that they keep losing more offensive linemen doesn't yeah. make me like him more. But, but it's also like it, it it makes me like him more for the 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 checkdown aspect because like even though Baker don't really he's not one of those quick release guys he still has a twenty percent target market share to the running back position in his career. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So that, that's I guess those are numbers. Awesome. I guess those are numbers that I wouldn't even think unless you like threw that out there because yeah. like, to me he just. I, I don't think of him as like anyone who checks down with him. Yeah, that's one well, fifth I mean, of the time right see, there. Like that's yeah, I mean, you just that's why I had to look this. I had to look these things up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like okay, yeah, like okay, because why would it like like I'm thinking like why is everybody be big on him? Right? Like yeah. oh, okay, he could, okay, he's gonna get worked in the passing game. Like I could see that unless you because no one could convince me that like Chase Edmonds is gonna take that away or Keyshawn Vaughn, right? No, no one's convincing me that. And then there's like that Sean Tucker kid, and that's like you know, maybe he's like you know, several injuries away from ever being a thing, you know what I mean? So it's like yeah. okay, maybe Rashad White is could be a thing here. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm just convincing myself as we think as we speak now, but I have zero Rashad White for the record. Yeah, Bake said, What do we think about Nuosu? <laughs> on the edge in Seattle. I like him because he's like three. He said saw his dual designation made me yep. want him since the Sea Chickens have that great DB duo. Yeah, I mean, he was solid last year, you know, and mm-hmm. he's like, he's going to be a rotational guy on your fantasy team. How about that? Because, like, there'll be games where you'll want him a lot more because, like, positive I game scripts. I, I, he's, the guy, he's the guy I would play, like, if I, if I had the Seahawks winning a game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, oh, like I like the Seahawks versus the Rams this week. You know, what I mean, putting I'm putting in Nuosu in my in my DL spot because he got the dual designation. You know what I'm saying? Like, because then you can you can get him you can get him at the QB. You know what I mean? Otherwise, it's like if he's not getting the sack. I mean, he does get his hands dirty in the run game. He's what did what did he have like like twenty something solos last year? Or fifty? No, I know it was fifteen plus. Maybe he got over twenty. Yeah. I mean, you know, and that, that's, that's there's those decent. games where he had the sacks, you know. Yeah, like it really the was games the games that, with the sacks, though. Yeah. Yeah. I was running him and Barton in, in that League 7. Like, I just, you know, those are just guys I had swooped on, like, you know what I mean? Like, after uh, early on the year prior to that shit, you know what I mean? Uh, my, my first year when I was just scraping the barrel because I, 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 I devastated myself in the draft. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, see, last year he had one, two, three, four. Four four games where he was over twenty points. Yeah. Um, only one of those. Uh, yeah, only one of those games came without a sack. So all of those were pretty much like um, games. Yeah. Where, okay. And then and what were those games? Were oh, actually, games? no, 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 no. Never mind. I was looking at the wrong category. No. So all all those twenty plus point th- those 
at least he had one sack. Uh, he did have three of those were multi-sack games with two. Nice. He did have a lot of tackles, though. Like, so, I'd rather have, not, like, so a- you were... I on sleeper it doesn't show the solo and the assisted which I hate but he had Totals. 66 total. Yeah, I was going to say he was up there bro. Yeah. Like he was like a discount Matthew Judon, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I I remember Nuoso he was like he he couldn't even really I mean he was like a mad rotational guy in in with the Chargers, you know what I mean? So when yeah. Seattle picked him up they put him right in the mix. Yeah, they, and seeing cool. like even these games where he balled out Denver week 1, uh the Giants Week eight, Arizona. Week nine, those were his multi sack winning games. And then uh, the Rams. Um, that was another multi sack game. Yep. Those are all games they won too. Yeah. So, so you, you know, if you could diagnose what you think a, a winning game script is going to be for Seattle, that's probably when I throw him in there. Otherwise, I'm like safer with a guy's like a Matt Judon. You know what I'm saying? Like another guy with a dual designation where it's like, man, Matt Judon is going to do it all. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Regardless of the game script. Like, I just, you know what I mean? Because Belichick finds a way. What up, Mike Joseph? He said, I went St. Brown and A.J. Brown at the turn, had the 10th, and then coming back and got Jalen Hurts and Mixon at the turn. Nice. Nasty. He said, hometown league. (laughs) He said, fucking uh, standard kicker, tight end. (laughs) I hear it. I hear it. I mean, you know, it's kind of hard to to reinvent the wheel with some of the cavemen, you know what I mean? And Tino said, sleeper Dalton Kincaid. Eh, I mean, I guess. He's, uh, I mean, because he's going super high. Like, I mean, he's getting drafted like damn near top 12 tight end. I will say people kind of forgot about him, though, considering he was like all the talking early in the offseason or early in the training camp. And, you know, yeah. I mean? and I got him. I, I hope that he is. I mean, I got him. I, I had a lot of picks where I was like the 11th or 12th pick. I, I, say this, drafts. I got him. There's a, a rookie picks. tight end, bro. It's to take a <laughs> chance on. I'm taking that'd be the guy. Yeah, for sure. I'm not, you know, what I mean, I'm not fooling with the Laporta supporters or the fucking who's the other guy in Green Bay, whatever the fuck his Musgrave. name is. Grave, Luke. Yeah, Luke. Yeah, I don't think he has the force yet. That kid, Luke. <laughs> you know what I mean? And uh, and <laughs> it's so funny. Derek says that Deuce uh, Deuce Vaughn gives him Ceh vibes. I mean, I I I, I can agree, but you uh, know Chino what? Said that. Mean, said is he that. can get squashed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you remember when CEH was someone would fall on top of him? Remember that one time he did the splits? I don't think he means that in a good way. I think he means like because CEH is trash. Yeah, no, but that's uh, okay. I thought you because CEH was electric. I mean, he made it was, uh, it was, uh, it was Tino, not Derek that said that. that and like, that's another thing too is like, man, like, you know, I like who's going to be the two? Like, I feel like Deuce might even work his little ass up into being that two eventually, bro. Like I mean, if they he's not the number guy. two, what did they even draft him for? Like, come on. I mean, because it was like a cool story. His dad is part of the, the scout team, and you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was like, hey, son, you know. He's yeah. always been the number two all his life, and now he could come and be the number two for his team, the dude. He's like, he's <laughs> like listen, I was daddy's the uno. <laughs> the dude, son, and I got you right here, right where you belong in the number two spot. But you know what's crazy, though, too, is like Pollard is a freak. He's gone next year, theoretically, right? So, I mean, like. It is interesting. He's on like, the franchise tag, he didn't sign that one year, twelve mil or not. I mean, he's he signed on the dotted line. I mean, shit. He was waiting for them to just. He was waiting right by the printer as soon as they printed that shit up. He had the old school fax machine, huh? <laughs> They're like, you know, this would be quicker if he just docu sign. He's like, no, 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 fax it to me. Yeah, send me all hundred pages of that. <laughs> I need. I, I'm here with my lawyer. 
Elias, what up? He said, you guys start Brees Hall week one if he plays, or should I play MT? I don't want to play Mike. I don't even want to have Michael Thomas on my team anywhere, let alone play him. So I'm guessing, yeah, just Brees Hall. Just, we don't know what Brees is going to be next week. Just wait three, you might just be forced. This might be a decision that makes, makes itself. Yeah, we don't and know. You might yet. not even get Brees week one. Here's what I'm going to say. Unless you guys are not going to be tuning in next week, don't even ask start sick questions right now. I'm not saying you can't be curious about who's going to have a better week one or anything, but I might change my mind in eight minutes from now. <laughs> Literally. I might Literally. go on an eight minute rant about it and then convince myself otherwise. Because the whole pra- the whole week of practice, we if Brees gets a full full go at practice next week, hell yeah, he's starting over Michael Thomas, you know. But and we uh, gotta I'm, we gotta see that that full week of practice first. And I'm gonna tell my I'm, I got my I'm holler at our shout out to our guy Lee, our news guy. I'm, you know what I'm saying? I want him to try to dig up everything we got right now on Dalvin Cooks specifically because it's even he's it's still hurt. Yeah, he yeah, hasn't even cleared to, to like get physical contact yet and play. You know what I mean? Like, nope. They said maybe to- this week he might, and he hasn't done shit. With the team yet so i mean for what it's worth it's a nathaniel hackett system he's a product of matt lafleur you know he and what's his name uh just came from a kevin o'connell systems product of fucking sean mcveigh there's gonna be some similarities here so i'm pretty sure dalvin cook's gonna slot right in for real though you know what i mean but still he has to get cleared <laughs> get in the mix he got a show there you know what i mean as Mark- always Marco said, Ivan Pace, IDP sleeper. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, we've heard multiple. Um, I, well, I think it's not multiple. I think we've just heard Marty talk about him. I mean, he's for sure an IDP sleeper. You just got to be in one of the leagues where your bench is, you know, like our dynasties where Ivan Pace, he's uh, one of the, I think he was like fourth string or whatever. Like um, the linebacker. The, yeah, the linebacker for the Vikings. Oh, Oh, he's kind of he's kind of been move he's kind of been moving up the ranks. Okay, he he's been making some noise here. Yeah, and he's a oh. he's a rookie. Uh is he a rookie? Was he drafted this sophomore? Year? Uh, Ivan Pace, Ivan Drago Pace. Yeah, let me see. I if think he dies, he dies. <laughs> I think he is a rookie this year. Yeah, for sure. Okay, yeah, he's got a long well, way to go because there's still there's still the Frenchman Jacques Cambal. Because he Jack was, he's undrafted as well. So he was an undrafted Rock. free agent. So he's got a lot of work to do, but he's making noise though. Okay. And then, but you know what's crazy about when you're a free agent? That means they signed him to something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. He got, some he kind of got like he's undrafted. For, so he, he actually, he actually, that, I, I, I thought he was drafted. That would make it even tougher for him. He's actually easier from in that, that route. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they chose his ass and decided, and whatever his agent got him, boom, he signed for that. Because you only get you only get seven rounds. Can't draft everybody that you want, but there's always holes that need to be filled. Yep. And Bake said, "Great analysis is always don't be a bonus hole when you're on the clock." <laughs> he said, "If you want some one-on-one advice, hit up the fantasy hustler to be yeah to be in your pocket when you're tilting for sure." He needs to write all our ads. I know, and that's one-on-one FF advice. Dot com go join the superstar tier or higher like he sold what was it him yet the other day and sold the shit out of that fucking hippie uh scent yeah <laughs> yeah for sure that. I was like, you know it made me want to buy a whole box of them bakes a lot as a marketing genius <laughs> he sure is shout out to bakes hell of a guy in real life too 
So you see Ghost, you see Ghost Monkey? He took he took Clayton. Oh, he got him? Oh. And then he took Taylor Heineke, and I thought it was kind of smart, too. I was like, Arr. That was very smart. Yeah. Because he needs to talk to me. I got Josh Jobs. It's crazy <laughs> they don't even have, like, Murray listed, right? Because he's not on the active anything. Oh, yeah, because he's on the pup, yeah. Yeah, and it has, Josh, it has my man Josh, J.D., Oh, Josh man. Jobs, come oh, on, man. Steve Jobs, estranged nephew, my <laughs> <by> marriage. <laughs> the Jobs married the Dobbs, the programmer. <laughs> what we're calling him. And what up, Texan Stevie? He said, uh, "Bogey said, what's happening with Greenlaw uh, from your Niners? Yeah, because he's a little banged up right now. Yeah, and it sucks because like we don't even have like a third. But it's like you know, there's you know, our <laughs> man. Like we have like McCrary Ball." And like D winners, the rookie, and like it's just it's a mess. We brought we brought in the the we brought in a couple of veterans to be some rotational guys, but man, I'm I'm worried about our linebacker core. And then I'm gonna be honest with on defense, you're gonna see the same philosophy as far as pass rush goes. But like Steve Wilkes is like a secondary guy, you know what I mean? He's gonna yeah. try to put like an emphasis on our secondaries, you know what I mean? So. You know, I expect our safeties to be be nasty, and then I, I expect our our outside corners to take a step up just because just due to scheme. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna get we're we should get a lot more coverage sacks, but I worry about our linebackers outside of Warner. You know what I mean? Especially with Greenlaw being hurt right now, because Greenlaw is like he's never the, the 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 most healthiest guy, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, like he got his little bag last year and played majority of the year, and he finally got back in everybody's good graces in, in fantasy. You know what I mean? Yeah, because he's been hit or miss. I mean, the year prior to that, he pretty much missed the whole year. And then yeah. Aziz, my man Aziz Al Shahir, was stepping up. And that's the thing too; is they let him go. I was hot. I'm like, damn, bruh. Yeah, they didn't want to. They didn't want to give yeah, him that bag. Yeah, and Tennessee was like, I'm willing to do that. You know, but, but you know, whatever bag decent enough that we weren't willing to give. You know what I mean? Yeah. It went like he went over there and got super paid. And then but, don't forget, guys, go check out 420crewmerch.com. We now have the Women's Fantasy League gear up there. Multiple T-shirts. We got the Nug Life T-shirts. Got the Nug Life slides. Everything over there. Go check it out. 420crewmerch.com. Yeah, we got the 420 crew stuff there. We got the IDP Live stuff on there. This is just what's on the home page, but yeah, go in there and hey, we might fight. even play this guy Flanagan. I think who, that's who is like Flanagan? A, he was like a special teams guy, but he like flashed a ton last year. Like, like we, we we retained him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm like, yo, this is gonna be ugly. And it's a different, it's def, it's a definite change of 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 scheme because like we go, we went from the Robert Sala to the D'Amico Ryan's, which is like. You know, what I mean, not it wasn't a, a drop off at all. You could even say it got it, 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 we improved. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, it's gonna be, it's oh, gonna be, it's gonna be something. Oh man! All right, and then if you're on Twitch, don't forget you can uh, become a Twitch subscriber by connecting your Amazon Prime account. And I will, uh, I'm gonna put the link in the chat just so everybody knows where to do that. 
Go link your Amazon Prime account and then you can subscribe on Twitch. We're going to be doing some exclusive shows that either have to be a Patreon member, superstar tier or higher. So if you're not on the superstar tier, make sure you bump up and even go ahead and bypass that as well. Go up to the next tier to higher as well. We're going to be doing a lot of exclusive stuff for Patreon and you won't even be able to comment on Twitch unless you're a member as well. Just on these exclusive ones, not on every single one. But <laughs> You said member. <laughs> yeah, you want to make sure that you're a big member. Man, <laughs> oh man, let me see where the fuck is this link? There it is. Yeah, that's not even like a childish, immature sense of humor. That's specifically the Beavis and Butthead sense of humor. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she said whole. <laughs> All right. There we go. Link is in the chat. So what's the deadline? Is it is it's even though they set it for Tuesday, right? So and, and what does that mean for JT's? Like, is that like a is it a, a four o'clock PM East Coast deadline? It always is, yeah, because right? that's when that's when the work day ends for a lot of these people, right? So Sit down we're gonna hear we're gonna hear some shit. That that's uh we're we're gonna hear some shit. It's gonna be today before we we should have some news on fantasy news today about that. Either that or just Jim Ursay is a bitch and he doesn't mean what he says. And he was really doing blow when he made all those statements. The Vikings out of nowhere, maybe it it's funny how it's always someone different swooping in. It Sir always Greg, ends up being like Sir that. Deshaun Watson. Yeah. <laughs> right? Browns were like nowhere on that list and then just somehow, some way swooped in to get the like three the first team, right? Like a lot of times you just send them far, far away, right? Yeah. Yeah, because it's like they send them to the Dolphins. I mean, I know it's it's conference, but it's still like it's their conference. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I like that landing spot, though. That's what I want. Like for for everyone in fantasy, that's what you would want to. Yeah. Otherwise, if you know, if even if he just stays, there's the allure of the mobile QBs he could take away, but he could also open running lanes for that, for that, you know, you go read option. That's nasty. It's funny. Texan Stevie. So why should I be stupid to subscribe on Twitch? It's funny because he already is subscribed over there with the Amazon uh linked up. <coughs> the main reason why you should do it. Is because if you are a 420 crew member on Twitch, you get those 420 crew emojis. And every time you're smoking along with us, you can throw it in the chat. And you don't have to watch commercials when you are on, uh, when you're a member, because Twitch has commercials that get thrown in there every And you uh, get a free sub every month. And when yeah. you use that free sub, it's free for you and it pays us. Bong. There you go. It's awesome. It's like a win-win situation. We just high-fiving digitally. Hey, look at that. There you go. Supporting the show, supporting the cause, and check it out. Everyone who's on Twitch right now, can you see? I linked up the, the 420 Crew merch store on Twitch. Can you see any of the uh, like any of the merch there, like right below the show? And Texan Stevie said, I don't smoke. You don't have to smoke to use the emojis. And I, I know that people hate... Uh, I know that people hate watching those commercials. That's the biggest reason why you want to subscribe. Stevie, you want to tune in because we have one of the more, we have one of the premier 
Texans analyst this side of Mississippi. He goes by the name of Miles Peacock. <laughs> oh, yeah. And you need that. Man, it would be that. awesome if uh, if Peacock had uh, <clears throat> a little spot just on, you know, just a weekly spot where he just talked about the Texans, even if You'd it was be so down too. Even and if it was only him, it could even be him by himself talking for 15 minutes about the Texans, but it's still a weekly show about anything. I mean, I mean, he's a writer too, bro. Out. He's a writer too. He wasn't just going on there winging it like he's real. I mean, he's like a pun intended winging it. Ah, <laughs> look at that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> While a goddamn street sweeper literally goes past my house. Yeah, let's... Uh... Yeah, let's see if he wants to do something like that. Cause uh, yeah, Peacock, awesome. he needs that. We, I, I would, I would love to have that where we had like just one person from every single team, you know. And it, it could be a recorded thing to where it just it gets recorded, it gets sent to me, or it could be live, and you know we post it on the podcast and different places like that. So I'm down, a lot to, of ways it I'm down to do a nine or one once a week. We'll just pre-record it. Yeah, there we go. Like it might even be shorter than fifteen minutes. You know what I mean. Yeah, I can just talk about the weekly matchup or like and recap the the, the matchup prior, etc. Yeah, because that's literally all. Yeah, it doesn't need to be a full hour long show. It's literally just yeah, what happened the prior week? Who were what are the outlooks on some players this week? If there's any guys who are going to be you know climbing up the depth chart, like that's like super super important. Hey, did I miss it on the docket yesterday? When I, did I go into the matrix? Because we at one point I read. So now that apparently the WWE has uh, has it worked with the NFL where you could get like official like team belts and they're like they're official because they're when I was looking at the prices or it said like 500 to 600 bucks. I was like, oh, so these are some big boys. Yeah, for sure. Because that's how much they charge for like their, you know, just what like the world title. Yeah, the rep, if you bought yeah, their legit one. one yeah, yeah. It would be like 600 bucks or some shit. And yeah, yeah, it's for yeah literally every single team they worked. uh Cause now, I mean, it's not Vince McMahon anymore, right? Like now it's like a bigger company who's making these licensing deals and shit. And like the thing that's crazy. So I went to a licensing expo maybe like two years ago as our licensing conference or whatever, like one of the huge (laughs) ones here in Vegas. And like WWE was one of those people who were there fucking taking, you know, meetings and shit. And not like it was Vince McMahon or anything, but it was like whoever their marketing peeps are. That's why you see like multiple WWE games and, you know, on the Android or on um, the mobile and all that kind of shit. There's a whole lot of money out there, Vince. And Peacock. Yeah, it's on the SS. We got it on the SSB channel because not everyone is familiar with the brand new, um, the brand new fantasy channel. So I'm throwing the new, the new YouTube channel in there and that'll be. That'll pretty much be the one that we're doing a majority of the live streaming on, and then everything's going to get uploaded to the other one. And then we're on Twitch, and then we're on uh, the podcast as well. And Tino said, LOL, I should dress like like a fan from every team and just make a season prediction. That'd be hilarious if that was one of the... (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And you uh, could just record it. Tino could be like a three, a two, a two or three minute like segment, and you're just a different name and a different fan from a, di- <laughs> a different team. Or it could be just hilarious. different Tinos from different multiverses. Yeah, I guess that's true. This is Tino from multiverse. He'd be like, "Hi, I'm Tino, the fucking 49er fan." I guess. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, fuck Lance and the Brock and all of them. <laughs> Like, whoa, Tino from oh, the multiverse. 
<laughs> it's funny, Tino, because he said, because Texan Stevie said he doesn't smoke. He said, hey, Stevie, what's your badge number? <laughs> <laughs> He's the fence. <laughs> oh, man. And Tino said, the Eagles fan, Tino, such an asshole. Damn. He's just, <laughs> just gomping on a Philly. A Philly cheesesteak. He wouldn't even have to wear any gear. He's just holding the Philly cheese. Fuck, he's just playing a Rocky song in the background. <laughs> hey, Peacock, did you hear what we said? Because you ca you came in the chat like literally right after we said it. Said we wanted to get you to have like a 15 or whatever 20-minute spot um, every week where you break down the Texans. Could be like the previous <laughs> the previous matchup, the, the current matchup. If any guys are rising, you know, through the depth charts, just little shit like that. We want to get you that going. You can even do it live if you wanted. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. I want mine to be uploaded. That way, I can get it out of my system real quick. So I'm real precise when I my shit. You know what I mean? Otherwise, <laughs> it'll be like the opposite of precise. I go on forever. <laughs> and it's gonna be bogey just by himself. <laughs> just Nobody ranting. Else. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get in and get out of here like the burger. <laughs> Uh-oh. Man, these kickers, they're on the move. <laughs> Another kicker trade. The Patriots are trading uh, Nick Folk to the Titans. I mean, um, that's kind of what the Titans have been doing under Mike Vrabel. They just, they brought, they, you know, they brought in the, the, the Goshkowski and they brought in the, the Ryan Suckup and they brought in now Nick Folk. It's just anybody that's like touched Brady or, or uh, New England, they, they want him. Derek's you fucked up. He said the Texans, the Texans suck. End of show. <laughs> God damn. Hell is sour about the Lance thing still. That's terrible, Derek. That's terrible. There's a lot of things to be excited if you're a Texans fan. They got D'Amico fucking Ryans. They got a defense that's gonna be like turned around by like year two. And they got a young QB that might might be able to break break the um the stigma of Ohio QBs translating to the league. Man, that's just <laughs> Derek said that's terrible. <laughs> uh, so is that that's a suggestion for the name of the show, huh? <laughs> and Peacock said driving home to smoke on my lunch break. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, see, get, gets a little can't can't even smoke in. The, well, I mean, you can't really smoke in the cars anywhere, you know, technically. But um, if you did, you know, if you did happen to, man, those uh. The hippie love, the little hippie love hangers. Man, those things are awesome for the car. I mean, you have to have them. Like, how you can get, I mean, I know in, you could black everything out in Nevada. Can you do that in Texas? I Probably don't know. can't, huh? Because you have to have your gun visible if you have one. <coughs> like, in unless the you have your concealed weapons permit. Well, okay. But then, like, in open carry states, though, right? It doesn't have to be like visible in the window. I'm just wondering, well, cause like, can we in hot states like Texas and Nevada stuff like that? Like, I know Nevada, you could black everything out. My cousin used to had the, uh, he had the all black on black Lancer, and, he, and then and he had the Darth Vader on his fucking uh, uh on his license plate because it looked like Darth Vader. You remember the Lancers? Uh huh. The little Missy Bissy ones. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But he blacked out all the windows, and it was just a bad motherfucker. We just be in there tacking. You feel me? Yeah. Just fucking tacking out. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no idea if you can or not. Because I know in, like, California and shit, like, I mean, if you have a gun, yeah. that should better be, like, in your trunk or something, you know, if it's legal or whatever, because, like, anywhere else. No, and in California, you can't black out shit, except, except for maybe the back window. I yeah, mean, yeah, it's a, the front yeah. windows. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that shit. Yeah. 
That's for sure. Yeah, you can only put that light tint on the front windows, and motherfuckers still do it. They still black it out. You know what I mean? But you, but yeah, you can't black out the front one like the, the, the windshield like in Vegas because that's just badass. Yeah. Peacock said the all exclusive Texans news. I'm in. There we go. There it is. All yeah. exclusive Texas news. Hey, the more generic the titles, the better anyway, too. And I was thinking, you know, fantasy football today, right? The, the, the channel, should we change it? Maybe fantasy football, like fanatics or fantasy football or something? FFF? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Triple F somewhere. Unless it's helping us, unless it's helping the algorithm, oddly enough. You know I don't know. I mean? No, it's not helping anything right okay. now. It's still so new that we could like change everything. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll workshop it. Yeah, I like the I like the I like the generic aspect though. Fantasy football fanatics, or I mean, fantasy football frenzy. See, but I feel like those are existing, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Let's see. I wonder is it fantasy football fans. I'm just trying to think of like uh, you know just in this triple F now. Fantasy football phenoms with an F. <laughs> <laughs> Hella ignorant, bruh. <laughs> Yeah, you tune into the triple F, god fucking damn it. There is the fantasy phenoms. Yeah, but, F -F but, but, with the, but with the P, not an F though. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck them. Would have funk with them. Fantasy football funk. Ooh. <laughs> I like Ooh, that. And we just and we just get like a super funky beat for like the <laughs> Yeah, intro. right. I was about to say, uh, I'll come out here with colored dreads. All right, that's what we're changing it to. Fantasy football funk. We want the funk. You gotta have that funk. Oh, we want the funk. You're spinning in there. Gotta have that funk. All right, we're gonna change this shit right now. I gotta come out here with a college shirt buttoned down. You feel what I'm talking about? <laughs> and get some uh, get some Austin Powers peach fuzz to like yes, throw up. I, I, I gotta bust out the little the little the little short gold chain. Yep. You feel me? I got a little bit of chest hairs. Just a little bit. You know All right. Blah, 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 with the funk. All right. There we go. <laughs> so, so, so functified. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have all, that, all kind of dumb ass drops. <laughs> all right. There we go. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. All right. It's official. Everybody just re refresh. Reload. And it's, and it's a goddamn fucking uh, double entendre, too, because, you know, it's funk. You know what I'm saying? But it's also, it's funk. You know what I'm saying? Funk season. You know what I mean? Uh, Fuck them all. Oh. Uh-oh. And T uh, Tino said, I think I'm about to... Uh... About the right age to start investing investing in Hawaiian shirts. <laughs> Hell yeah! I mean, you, I mean, I don't. I mean, for the longest time though, it was like you got to be like two types of people to wear a Hawaiian shirt, and like one of them's Hawaiian, you know, the other one. See, here's the thing though. That was before because then <laughs> when I was when I was like, okay, I'm going to Vegas in November, right, man? Yeah, I'm going to Vegas. I mean, actually, this was before Vegas. It was Halloween. It's okay, Halloween. You know what I'm saying? Who do I want to be? Right? And I said, boom, Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. Right? Because all I had to do is get the goddamn little cigarette thing, throw some stunners on, a bucket, right? And then I had a goddamn, uh, whatchamacallit, a uh, 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 Hawaiian shirt. 
know what I'm saying? Then I was like, uh, okay. Okay, this is what we're going to do here. We're getting the Niner Hawaiian shirt, and I got the Niner bucket, and now I'm Stunner S. Thompson. You know what I'm <laughs> and we did all the drugs just like he did. <laughs> and then and you had to walk down and everything. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. Though. You got to do the drugs and get all twisted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then took that to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, because by then, it had been a month. I've been stunner ass. Fucking Tino. He said, I'm going to be the Asian Ken from the Barbie movie for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that Barbie movie's funny, bro. I watched a good amount of it, actually. Savage. Yeah, somebody had the little fucking, the little link thing. Because yeah, Peacock said, gotta have that funk. Hell yeah. We're going to put that shit on a shirt. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's go. Yeah, Derek said weekend at bogeys. <laughs> there it is. You know what I'm saying? That's their next trip. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, because now that everybody didn't graduated to bogey boot camp, right? Now it's time for weekend at bogeys. Yeah, let me see. Um, have you guys seen um the Bernie dance? I know I've showed this before. I'll uh, I'll share the link in the chat, but this shit is fucking hilarious. Yeah, hell yeah. That motherfucker that got the he got the voodoo curses on him and he just and <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker starts gigging though, bruh. And then when they figured out the music, they're like, fuck it, put him, hitch him to a trailer. And they had that motherfucker just going. You feel me? Like, it's better than walking. You know Tex mean? Texan Stevie said Peacock would be better, better than Alex at Bogey doing it live. See, there, there you go. go. Hey, you know what I'm saying? If see, that's that's the whole point of having the gang, bro. Because if we ain't your cup of tea, and he ain't your cup of tea, I be Peacock could. You know what I'm saying? So you, there's always somebody that somebody identifies with. You know what I mean? And then there's also the ones that watch because they can't stand me. I like that too. We do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that motherfucker's annoying. Yeah, and seeing that watching now. <laughs> and now, if we're gonna be the fantasy football funk, that just means we're gonna get into a lot more of it. You know? Yeah, funky. Let's <laughs> get funky. One hop this time. Two hop this time. Turn again. Cha cha, real smooth. There we go. Jake found it. He said, "Wasn't here earlier." And he said, "How come the new channel?" So we streamed Thursday night football, and like they like shut us, they shut us down on YouTube, and now we can't live stream. So I did put in an appeal. We can't live stream on the big channel yet. Yeah, I put in um I put in a what's it called? Um I put in an appeal for it. We're going to see what happens. And uh, it also had to do with like the music playlists and like stuff like that. Like that was another that was it's another time to get funky, funky, funky. Yeah, so we're going to the other one will have uploads and uh turn it out. It's going to be more important now than ever to be a part of the 420 crew. And I uh, go over to 420 crew.org and go join the crew because we're going to have exclusive live streams there weekly as well. Multiple live streams there weekly. And you won't be able to find them on YouTube anywhere until they're uploaded after the fact. So 420crew.org. Go join the crew. Hey, we're about to kill shit with these dumbass funky drops. Hell yeah. Funky. Let's see what Derek's sharing here. 
I don't know what music video this is. We're gonna get in trouble, Derek. Yeah, yeah, we're not putting it on. What's going on? You just you just heard the whole spiel. <laughs> yeah, literally, it's just gonna be drops like that that we're doing the little ten seconds here, there, you know, just shit like that. And he said, "Play the game." Uh, he said, "Play the next game." I said, "You and Bogey you should just hold PlayStation controllers." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. If we were that sick, we could just do whatever was on the game in Madden and like just do it exactly like they're doing it. That'd be tight, huh? <laughs> we're just like we're just one we're just one play behind. That's it. That would be fucking loped. I mean, oh, Derek said they do the dance in that song. Okay, the Bernie dance. Oh, nice. I like it. And Jake said, okay, sweet. He said, I thought for a minute y'all would only <laughs> y'all would make an OnlyFans. He said, no weird stuff happened in here, though. <laughs> I might have no. took off my clothes here and there, but that, you know, that was on a real, like, tequila night or a fucking a Tito's mushrooms night. And uh, I even told him, I was like, why would you not? I was like, why do you want to pay an extra, like, 5 to 10% using OnlyFans instead of Patreon? And then, like, literally you have to explain it, like, every single time. You know, I'm not taking off my clothes, though, guys. And he was like, it's because there's no one on OnlyFans doing this. I was like, no one is going to OnlyFans and searching fantasy keeping jacking off, giving like fantasy football. Like, nobody is going to OnlyFans and searching fantasy football. Trust me. They're looking, they're searching like other fantasy things, like fantasy, like butt plugs, like weird stuff, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Yeah, way different types of fantasies people are looking for there. That's for sure. <laughs> Fuck. What, what an idiot. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Derek got that one. And Big said, uh-oh. He said, that's one of my favorite songs. And he said, uh, hip-hop, hoedown. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's that fucking the family party yeah. slash wedding slash <laughs> New Year's Eve. Like You're going to hear that jam. If there's like an actual DJ there and there's old people like in attendance, you know, like it's not just a bunch of young 20 year olds, that song's going to come on somewhere because it's going to make everyone get on the dance floor and start dancing. It's time to get funky. (laughs) (laughs) Turn it out. Oh, man. Jake said the fantasy fuck feet. I mean, we're going to have to, that sounds like a great segment. That's for the running back that couldn't get going, man. He had that fantasy fuck feet this week, man. <laughs> fantasy fuck foot, foot of the war goes to. Well, yeah, we're going to have to have like some funky awards. Fantasy football failure. We're going to have to have like some funky awards, you know, for the guys who just funked mm-hmm. it all the way up. Right? Funkified. <laughs> so... <laughs> So, so oh, <laughs> funkified. <laughs> That's just gonna be hard. Marco said, "Only fans fantasy football, the adult version. Learn how to suck at fantasy football. Whole new meaning." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man, See, what up, Evan? He said, I got CMC, Henry, Jacobs, Kamara, James Cook at running back, uh, Olave, Keenan Allen, Dodson. Well, 
Flowers at wide receiver. Do I move a running back for a better wide receiver? I do also have a flex. I could start um, the main three wide receivers. Maybe I'll take Derrick Henry and try to go after like a, um, I don't know, like a CD or an AJ or a, yeah, I'm trying to go after like CD, AJ, you know, guys, I think I might be able to wiggle out of my mom raw. I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to take. James Cook and Flowers, and I would try to flip those two into a better wide receiver. Go after like a Calvin Ridley. You should be. I mean, there's some people that are high on, especially if you're on Yahoo. James Cook's ADP is a lot higher on Yahoo than it is on Sleeper. So, like, it it really all depends on what like platform you play on. And but yeah, there's there's a lot. He's got to find the crazy fool that's like super high on flowers. I'm not saying he's not going to be good, but package two of those guys up. You go after a better. He had a 75 yard house call, bro. Hey, hey, bring that. Wake up and smell the flowers, bro. Show him that replay. Show him that. You got to watch this replay real quick. Hold on, on. I'm about to send you the link. Hold on, just just, just, just click the link. Click the link real quick. (laughs) Uh Oh, Bake said, "Damn, now Jake Funk about to be a thing." (laughs) Oh shit, man. We've been wanting him to be the thing because we want the funk. Right, that was like a 2021. <laughs> Evan crazy. said, "Sadly, ESPN. I bet his I bet his ADP is still higher on ESPN than it is on uh, on Sleeper, though. But I'm yeah, a- I, you got to find someone who's like trying to trying to build depth, and they're like extra, they're extra, extra heavy at wide receiver, but like they're they're in dire need of running back help. You need to find the guy who goes, oh, I made this trade, but look at the receivers I have. Like you know what I mean." You need to yeah. find that guy. The guy yeah. who has like an abundance as willing to do like because see, the truth is the draft is already done. Yeah. So I wouldn't care if someone's like, Well, I drafted AJ Brown higher than Derek Henry, brother. I don't give a fuck. Look at you, you need a running back, bro. You know what I mean? You got all them receivers. Give me Derek, give me here's Derek Henry. You know what I'm saying? Here, give me AJ Brown. Like or like like you said, here's Zay Flowers and a goddamn James Cook. And then you know what I'm saying, but you know, give me the James Waddle, give me give me the Jalen Waddle, give me the fucking, you know, give me Devontae Smith. Give me like I'm I'm doing that. You know what I mean? That's I'm fine. Going to do that. Chris, we said OnlyFans live FF Hustler League 420. So that might change my title there. See what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he already peruses around OnlyFans. My dad does. I'm, I'm sure he does. Once he found out that uh that uh what's his name? Oh, was, they uh, have fan- they have fantasy content there. Huh? <laughs> Yeah, it's a good excuse, right, Crispy? <laughs> they had the beer wench who did the OnlyFans and shakes her big titties while she's like <laughs> reading out bad advice. Even the one, um, even the one that uh, that we interviewed, remember he was like, "What's her OnlyFans again?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I exactly. bought this cherry right there. He's like, "I gotta <laughs> check this redhead out." Oh man, so funny, <clears throat> so funny. And uh, Jake funny said, she was on, she was on like like Pornhub and all that shit because someone jumped in the chat. She's on Pornhub. I seen it. I seen it right away. <laughs> right after that, they're, oh shit! I got a split screen right now. <laughs> <laughs> someone throw the link in the chat. <laughs> oh, shit, Savages. Crazy. And Jake said, "Would you trade James Conner and Mike Evans for a Brees Hall or a Derrick Henry?" Yeah, Derrick Henry. Like if you're trading away James Conner, Mike Evans to bring back Derrick Henry, yeah, yeah I'll do I'm that. Doing that. Get more Hell top heavy. Yeah. Yes, redraft. Give me Derrick Henry. He's about to fucking get like, they might fuck around and give him like 500 touches again, as long as he don't die. 
<laughs> Peacock said, I'd be like, sorry, can you repeat that advice? I was a little distracted. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had to run to the bathroom real Time's quick. Time's up. <laughs> oh, man, that shit is fucking funny. How did <laughs> she, knows, like she, she does have good advice, Hus. <laughs> Is that she a real knows thing? everything. She knows everything about everything. She just she knows everything about boobs. Because even if she's wrong, she could have been right. So you know, even when I'm not right, I could be wrong, but I'm still right. I ain't gonna lie. I, I would probably just be tuning in for the shaking boobs. <laughs> like the advice is terrible. <laughs> oh man, I mean, it's just like when you go to a strip club, right? A lot of them have food there, but it's like, man. Do you really trust to like eat that food though? You know what's so funny though is like because when I was in the A, the one time I was there, right? Like the, the food there is bomb as fuck. Like, cause people, it's this different culture where people go there to like have actual parties. Like, you would, like, <laughs> like if me and my girl was in Atlanta, we'd probably celebrate her birthday at a club and that club would be a strip club. You know what I mean? Cause that's yeah, the club. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But it's also like people's in there, people's in there grubbing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and supposedly like the food. I remember Kevin Hart. He said he used to hate when he was coming up because like when he started doing like the strip club circuits, he's like, "Now you be in Atlanta, and you just get somebody just throw a goddamn a chicken wing at you, <laughs> hot wings, <laughs> hot sauce on it, and everything on my cheek now." Like, damn, that's hot. Oh man, <laughs> can't be fucking up down there. We can get fucking chicken yeah, wings on that too. Oh yeah, and the wings is good too. <laughs> and Marco said, wait, whose wife was on OnlyFans? The fucking the fake ass tyrant. <laughs> he, tried to act like, he, he tried to act like it was uh, someone random that uh, oh, she yeah. was doing like ad reads for him and shit. And, and then we find out it's like his girl. You know, his baby. And, I mean, and, it, and it's definitely like, a, you know, at the time he's 40 years old living in his mom's house. Like, that's one of those ideas you come up with. Like, you know what? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do OnlyFans. You just show your boobs. <laughs> Give my advice. And I collect all the money. It's like, yo, just pimp her already. <laughs> what the fuck? You know what I mean? You're gonna wake way more money if she's out there just, you know what I'm saying, selling BJs and motherfucking peddling your weak ass advice with them, <laughs> with them busted ass, nasty ass giant areolas, I'm assuming. <laughs> she, thought she was a big woman. She probably had them big old baloney sized areolas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you know, oh. shout out to my man Jim on the icon. He's he, he's a big fan of the giant aerial. Like, I'll, I'll take a whole boob all aerial. Like, Damn, okay, man. change the games. I want the headlight boobs. <laughs> oh man, AK bullet nipples. <laughs> oh man, bank said, look up crispy rings on OnlyFans. It's not what you think. <laughs> Don't do it. Oh man, Marco, he said, don't trust the glazed donuts at a strip club. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh, whoa. For sure. <laughs> man, I'll, I'll leave the strip. I mean, I'll leave the strip to use the bathroom even. I don't even want to touch nothing. Derek said he's dead. He said, what the fuck's going on here? <laughs> this is what happens terrible. when we're like two hours in and hell. It's out. terrible. <laughs> hey, my kids are still asleep because they woke up early and went, and went back to sleep. But I had, you know what I mean? They had like early breakfast type of shit. And Crispy said, get your custom FF advice for a discount for the next 24 hours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. And see, because, like, you guys remember, we're doing the league season two. We're breaking that down at the end of the week. If you remember, when they went to Vegas, they went to a strip club, and they're, like, talking about, 
Yeah. Um, they're talking about fantasy and uh, Andre. He was like, oh, yeah, Philip Rivers. I'm taking him in the first round. And then you had the stripper uh, come up there and she was like, Philip Rivers isn't going in the first round of any of my mock drafts. I'm like, what do you know about fantasy football? She was like, I won my league last year. And uh, they're so impressed with anyone. They who immediately are aroused even it's more. A, it's first a, of all, they're in a strip club, not even paying attention to none of them hoes. They talk <laughs> fantasy. <laughs> And it's a to them winning the league is like oh they want he won the league or she won the league like they're like a god amongst men because it's like a super exclusive club and because like, because only one, one by one of them has won it right multiple times well ta- Pete won it when they first started it Pete won it three times and Taco won it once <laughs> okay so so even Taco like somehow this won this is it. year five now yeah and, yeah because I'm this is the season I'm in right now. And then Andre just won it, so he's the champ. And okay, uh, so this is they're going into year six. Yeah, they're going of in, that league uh, of the for, league at that point. Yeah, yeah, this is year six. They have five champions. Yeah, right now or five years of champions, and three of them are Pete. And yeah, and then <laughs> so they're super excited, like, whoa, whoa, what do you mean? What do you what you won your league? And she was like, yeah, players come in here and they tell me stuff all the time. And they're like, oh, okay. They're like, think I can get some time in the champagne room? And uh, <laughs> and uh, she was like, yeah, three, um, what, 300 or something? And he was like, you think we can just do 100 and you keep your clothes on? Because all they wanted was the fantasy advice anyways. Yeah. And uh, she was like, nope. And then he's like, okay, 300. And then Ruxin comes in, 400 for, for Kevin. I don't even know why it was for Kevin. But 400 for Kevin. <laughs> yeah, give, give him some ass, too, while you're at it, is basically what he said. <laughs> well they go into the when they go into the back room the champagne room i mean they're panning and you see girl grinding on someone girl grinding on someone then you come to them she's got her clothes on they're just sitting side by side on the big ass chair she's gaming them up yeah yeah i can't well, remember what one of them that she said why would you uh take this guy in the third when you can have ricky williams in the 10th <laughs> look at this so in my in, in my studio league, right? It's uh it, this this was now this was the first year of the studio league, and like we had all played in other leagues the year prior. You know what I'm saying? My boy, uh, who I made music with, he was real juice because like he was like, yeah, fucking, uh, I'm you know I'm, I'm, I'm it's my work league settings and this and that, and it was just basically you know basically standard shit. And um, so then they get me in it, right? And his girl was one of the baddest motherfuckers ever. Like she was my rival in this league for like six years. Oh shit. Yeah, it was always like either me or her. Like, and she she got me three times in a, or t- twice in the Super Bowl, and then I yeah. then I then I beat her another year to go on, and I won it twice. So like, and then when then I I, I quit that league when I went to fourteen teams. Yeah, and like, and then th- that year I was the second seed, but like I didn't notice that it was eight teams that make it, and I said, "Bruh, you ain't never told nobody that." Well, I, mean, I made a change like before, and nobody <laughs> said nothing. I'm like, and like, and the, his whole knock was like. Bro, you're the commissioner. You never get in, and you still didn't get in when you changed it, bro. That's like that's the bad karma. Yeah, and it was his, exactly. And I was like, trying to tell, and I was like, that was the last year. I was like, bro, I'm not doing this league. It's an expensive <laughs> league, you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. and for what it's worth, it was like he like I remember even the next year, he's like, you're really not coming back, bro. You always clean up in this league. I'm like, no, it always comes down to the wire. Me and your wife, and <laughs> fuck that shit. Fuck that what shit. Jake said is that a new show? No, so this. Season two, and the league came out in 2009. So the second year, we're talking about 2010. And I mean, it was that long ago to where Chris Johnson, you know, was the very first pick in their draft. Yeah, it's cool because I never was on this show. 
So now I'm, I'm, I'm forced to watch it because we're, we've been reviewing it. And it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and he said, shit, I'm slacking. Yeah, it's on Hulu. It's on Hulu. It's funny, it's it. funny too, because that motherfucker taco is a fool with it. It's sorry, that that shit is funny. They be jiving me. He's a savage. The Naginta song, Naginta, Naginta. <laughs> <laughs> the little then, dick song. What was it? The tiny little dick, or the, uh, I forget how the song goes. Man, he dummy ass funny. That shit had me dying. I was rolling too. I was smacking hard off, off the off the Molly things the other night watching that show dying. <laughs> He's an idiot that when he did have the sword, um, he says something in, in Japanese. I don't even know what he says. And they were like, What does that mean? He was like, That's made up Japanese for I'm gonna go get high right now. Nice. <laughs> He's a fucking fool. <laughs> and ends up being the most successful out of everybody when it's all said and done. We have not gotten that far yet, but uh yeah, and even look in the beginning, the very first uh, episode. Oh, yeah, so, did, did, <coughs> did, did I miss that part yet where he, he acquires like the, the Cowboys.com uh, or something like that? Season four. So, okay, okay, good. Yeah, we got, we got two seasons before we even get there. Yeah, <laughs> and his whole, uh, his whole thing is singing cowboys is what it is. He was like, who better to deliver a message than a singing cowboy? That's hella funny. <laughs> Big business. <laughs> and he's negotiating with Jerry Jones. Like, that's what's funny. Like, for I I, I hope uh I hope you saw that part, Tina, when Taco and Jerry Jones are negotiating. He was like, Yeah, I think I'm gonna I'm still gonna need access to DallasCowboys.com even after I sell it back for you. And they were like, For what reason? He's like, you know, post recipes or you know, just different things. <laughs> it's like, no, he will not. <laughs> <laughs> hey uncle jerry man that's, that, that's a different uncle jerry it's negotiating jerry Four hundred thousand he got for that <laughs> i mean if that was seed money that he needed to get to big because then he did do like a bigger business right outside of like the, the singing cowboy shit oh yeah i mean they're like so the fucking uh the, the wine shit <laughs> i think one of his first ventures was taco's truck taco's truck yeah did he yeah. sell any tacos? No. Of course, of course he didn't. <laughs> it's, all, it's all a ruse. His name is Taco. Everybody was hella pissed because they're coming up wanting tacos. And he was like, this is American food. Okay. It's tacos truck. Okay. See the apostrophe S? <laughs> I'm we, have, taco. we have hamburgers. We have chicken wings. And it was all American food. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Yeah, burger sound hella good, right? Now. <laughs> yeah, what was another? Uh, <laughs> Derek said dead. <laughs> yeah, because that, that was his stick, man. And he was so pissed at everybody. Like, why do you think that we have tacos here? <laughs> so pissed about it. But it, <coughs> how many seasons am I going on this thing? <coughs> well, we're just going into no, no, no but how, how many is there total? I should say seven. Okay, cool. This is gonna be fun. This, this this second one is draining though. Like, yeah, this yeah. I mean, going back and watching it, the second one is not that good. There's a lot of episodes that like didn't even really need to happen. We did get the birth of the ghost monkey though. Yeah, so, I mean, that that was one that was. Uh, I mean, it's a storyline of literally you know someone who rocks with us, ghost monkey four twenty. I know, damn it, ghost. You're gonna make a trade with me, ghost. I can feel it in our future. Future Clayton tune. I was gonna take him too. Like, the next uh 
the next season, that's when we get introduced to Dirty Randy. Did you hear you? Did you hear Taco talking about Dirty Randy? Yo, uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I, already yeah. Met, I already met Dirty Randy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, well, you don't meet him. You just uh, you oh, hear he's, about he's referred him. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, referred he's referred to. to. Yeah, yeah. Right he's like, actually, yeah, he's like, if Dirty Randy comes over, don't let him in. And, and Andre's like, why is he gonna come over? Don't don't tell him. To, don't tell him to come over. <laughs> And Rafi was like, yeah, don't let him in. He preys on the weak. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, it's uh yeah, it's season uh season ne- it's the next season where he uh where he comes in. Oh man. I yeah, think, you I got think a couple seasons before you meet Margaret. That's for sure. Yeah, the watermelon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's many layers that we have yet to peel back from Rafi. <laughs> Pause. All right, and uh, Derek said, "Bogey, you're on the clock in IDP live." All right, okay, yeah, let's get out of here too. I guess yep. I'm starting to get up. All right, don't forget go to fantasyfootballhustler.com. Go follow everywhere since we have multiple things going on all over the place. Go follow the pods. Go leave a five star review on Apple and Spotify, and we'll see you back here for FNT. And we want the funk, and you gotta have that funk. Uh. Defense. I don't want them to gain another yard. You blitz all night. If they cross the line of scrimmage, I'm going to take every last one of you out. You make sure they remember forever the night they played the Titans. Here comes the Here comes the Here comes the